Welcome to another episode of The Flank. I'm joined by the one and only, the human turd himself, one of the best ARs to ever do with the world champs, Sam LaRue, a.k.a. Octane. We got some of the best analysis in the game. Give it up for the world champ, Christopher Duarte, a.k.a. Parasite. We got the multi-world champion, a multi champion give it up for the legend the icon patrick price aka ace and of course we got the one and only the executive producer of the flank give it up for benjamin asim guys i had a take two on the intro second times a, a charm second times a charm and you and duarte switch spots uh sam I don't know how that works, but yeah. Yeah, hey, you're running the show, bro. Yeah, I'm I don't know. Here. You guys I'm are just getting paid spots on me. It's crazy, bro. Guys, how you guys doing today, man? Good matches today. How you guys feeling? Great matches today, Tom. Sam LA Thieves got a W today. You got your LA the Thieves shirt best on. Best matches you I've ever seen. <laughs> it got a little scary though, Sam. I'm not gonna lie. No, it didn't. We had it in control the whole time. Nah, we'll see. <laughs> we'll talk about the series, Sam. We'll get there. Chris, how you feeling, Chris? You doing all right, man? Yeah, I'm doing good. Had a great uh, great night last night, but uh, we had some good matches today and decided to get back How was the rave, it. bro? How was the rave? Oh, it was a lot of fun, dude. I've actually started, like, uh, like talking to some of the, like, the EDM, like, DJs and producers that I've been going to shows to because, like, I'll tweet out their social media and, like, they're a little bit smaller uh -huh. in terms of following. So a lot of them will follow me back, and I'm like, yo, I'm making connections out oh, here. Hell yeah. Awesome. Hell yeah, uh, bro. The, the music scene in Austin is, I mean, it's one of the best in the country, Chris. Like, Yeah, yeah. Is it? Going on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. They have, they have a big, I mean, the biggest thing is obviously they got the ACL Fest, but South by Southwest is where the entire music and tech industry comes to austin for like two weeks so yeah i even know that that's cool ben how you doing any golf uh monday we're gonna be doing an irl golf stream me and nameless and a few other people so excited for that once the snow melts you know being in the 60s on monday but you know today was pretty good hung out uh i watched this morning if you guys haven't seen i watched uh the challengers documentary from shawston passion pit fucking phenomenal definitely yeah, go check that out on job. the classics youtube channel if you haven't Video is fucking incredible. And then, yeah, some banger matches. I mean, Sam said it was in control, but it all started with the control. Got a little sketchy there. And that was right where we wanted that. them. Yeah. They get a little sketchy. We'll get there, obviously. And the Passion Pit was incredible. We actually watched it uh, yesterday before the flank on, on stream. And I'm sure Vows will upload it. But if you guys haven't seen the Passion yet, uh, Passion Pit yet, make sure to go check it out. I thought Shawston did an amazing job. So the editing was insane in that. So, so a huge, huge shout out to Shawston. Uh, Pat, what's going on, Pat? You doing all right today? I'm doing good, Tom. Just chilling. Another Saturday. Another Saturday, um, Pat. Not too much. Not you know. Not too much. I, I didn't go to a rave last night like Chris, but you know, I'll be, I'll be chilling. <laughs> Just chilling, Pat. I like that, man. Good, to, good to see you, Pat. It's always a pleasure. Let's hop right in. Uh, I think uh, you know we have some things to talk about with some of these matches, and if we do have some time at the end, uh, maybe we'll answer some questions. We'll kind of just go with the flow and, and see what time is looking like. But let's switch on over and let's get to our first match of the day. We had the Vegas Legion going up against the Toronto Ultra. Toronto do uh, get the victory here, three to one over Vegas. But I will say. Vegas put up a great fight against the major one champions, Toronto Ultra. I thought Vegas came out to play today. I mean, Ben, we'll, we'll start with you. I mean, what did you think about the series? Uh, I thought the hard points are super interesting in this series in the sense of that Toronto opportunity to really, like, win the maps by 80, 100 points, and they let Vegas get back into it. The uh, control high rise was a nice victory to see for Toronto. I know they're working on that map. Uh, but, man, the Rio was an absolute fucking slammage out of the Vegas. Impressive. They got first blood every round. They were getting the second kill in most of these rounds. It just looked phenomenal on that map. So one to have in the toolbox. I agree with your earlier statement, Tom. I'm really impressed what I saw from Vegas this weekend. If they keep on this path, 
I feel pretty good about them. Maybe getting top six or top eight this tournament. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to get Scrappy weeks. in in just a second. We're going to go through everybody, and then we'll get special guest Scrappy in the building. Chris, what did you think about the series, man? Toronto came in. They got the W, but Vegas showing some moments. Let's take a look at the stat sheet here. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, we, I think a lot of us kind of like predicted a DoorDash series. Um, so typical out of Legion to keep some of the maps close and even take one in a dominant fashion. Um, Scrap uh, tweeted that the game is in a terrible state right now. So maybe he's kind of like coping on his uh, on his uh, on the close maps. But yeah, overall, I mean, yeah, they, they, they they get they get the job done. Scrap has a, an amazing series as always. But uh, man, dude. I love watching Geo play. I was a big fan of him getting on this team. Obviously, we had our doubts around Purge, but I mean, that being said, Geo's uh, starting to show up. So we're getting we're going to see what he can do. Nero's been playing uh, pretty good for this team, and Purge hasn't been shitting the sheets. He's at been least playing not better. not entirely in series. So again, yeah, I'm I'm definitely hopeful for the the Vegas Legion. Uh, we'll just see if this keeps up because I feel like they're one of the teams that has gone ahead on this Rio curve. They've been playing it in a decent amount of series now. Um, and maybe that's something to look out for if your other team's looking to, looking to take this uh, Vegas team down. Yeah. Sam, talk to me, man. Toronto Ultra, they get the W. It was a, definitely a little sketchy. I think even in the first map, Vegas stayed ahead of every single rotation. They had a lead for most of the map. And then at the very end, Toronto was able to steal that one from them. I mean, it was a close series. Even a, look, take a look at the Karachi hard point, 247, 250. I mean, this could have gone either way. Sam, how did you feel about the series? Uh, I love the, the series out of the Vegas Legion, man. Um, we all had them getting absolutely curb stomped in like three maps, I'm assuming. So yeah. the, the improvement that we've seen since the change has been great. Purge, again, to, to Chris's point, not getting entirely slammed. And I love Geo, dude. Geo has made an, a fan out of me. That guy's an absolute shooter. Um, in the listenings, I love the energy that he's bringing. And uh, again, granted, we don't expect them to beat these these caliber of teams, but uh, their schedule is pretty easy. I think we talked about it yesterday. So if they can continue this level of gameplay, like how they played today will beat the majority of the league. So if they can continue what they did today, they'll be in a good spot. Yeah. Pat, talk to me. These are your 2024 world champions and uh, Vegas. They put up a pretty good fight. How'd you feel about the series today? Uh, Yeah, I I was going to actually, I forgot to bring this up yesterday. I saw Sam had the ultra hoodie on. So I think he knows what the 2024 world champs are going to look like. Yeah, um, ultra hoodie on. It's a nice one. But today's but yeah, not I, uh, LA Thieves out. So does that mean these are the champs? I thought. No, no, they don't. Okay. Zero. Nada. <laughs> Zip. Um, now, yeah, I thought. Uh, I thought Vegas played well. I think you know this kind of for me solidified that uh, Geo is a solid piece. But I'm still like, I mean, I know we hate this. You know, some people don't like to say it, but I'm still at that point where it's like. I just think this team should be trying to upgrade. I think they got a solid three now with Nero, Joe, and Attach. And I think if they just upgrade that last spot, I know he didn't play terrible today, but it's like in the long run, when we look at it, like he is a liability. And I just, I'm wanting this roster to upgrade because I think if they do, like then they could start knocking on like that top four door possibly. Um, I agree with Ben. I think like, I think it's, you know, with how they look right now, it's likely they could show up and get maybe fifth, six, maybe Seven eight type of range, I, but they got the schedule for it. I feel like I feel like though that Purge has been playing better and better every series, um, at least overall in his individual performances. So oh, he I mean, definitely it, has. it's it's definitely not like the, the worst bar was thing, also in hell. But, yeah, the bar was in <laughs> yeah. hell. Yeah. But the thing is, I feel like this Vegas team was kind of like what we would talk about with LAG, how um it was like an Adam Assault just needed to like play a lot better. But um and they had like three solid pieces around uh the other three, but I mean, Purge is, I think, rising to the occasion at least so far. Uh, obviously, I don't think this guy's going to be a superstar player, but I mean, he's been shooting, he's been doing his thing, and 
it feels like they're just a lot more comfortable with each other now. So props to them on uh, at least well, finding their issues. And, definitely and think that role change helped them. I mean, Dylan talked about how the play style thing and, and switching the role with, with Purge helped a lot. And then they also talked about in the interview about Purge just adding to the comms and bringing other things to the table. I don't know. Unless he's doing things that we don't see in practice and stuff like that, maybe there's other things that they like about him. I'm, I'm on Pat's side when it's like me personally. I'm always trying to stack talent, bro. Like if there's, if yeah, there's a I'm pack upgrading. of puncher there to upgrade for talent. I mean, I, I think you do that, especially if you're trying the, to, to win championships and win that's majors. That's what I'm saying, Tom. The problem is, like, with how talented the league is, like, we, we talked about this. Like, there is basically a top four gatekeep, right? Like, yeah. these teams in the outside of that should absolutely, across the board, be trying to upgrade. Same thing with Rocker. Like, what is the point? Even if you're, like, like let's just say you're above average, right? Like, Rocker, we would say, is currently. Like, they have an uh, opportunity to upgrade. Yeah. Why not go for that? Same mm -hmm. with Vegas. Like, I just feel like otherwise we're just going to be doing the same thing all year where it's like, okay, they played well. They got a couple upsets here and there, but they're, they're not going to win. And, and for me, it's, I mean, for the whole league, right? Like I want to see other teams make it interesting and that's going to require upgrading. Like mm -hmm. we, we've talked about this before teams can obviously get better, but it, at, at a certain point we know just from like looking at this from the outside, like you have a cap on the amount of talent your team has yeah. and with how stacked the top four is, changes have to be made, in my opinion. Yeah, we actually got a special guest in the building. Uh, superstar from the Toronto Ultra. We got Scrappy in the building, folks. We all love Scrap. Even though he be chirping a lot. He be chirping. But we do love you, Scrap. Scrap, how you doing today, man? Thank you for coming on. Chill, man. How are you? Good, bro. Good. Chilling. Uh, we, we appreciate you coming on. Answer a few questions. Good series today. You get the win over Vegas 3-1. I mean, first question for me to you, Scrap, is... Vegas, they uh, definitely felt like they pushed you guys to to your limits today. Uh, one thing that you did tweet out after the series was, GG's Vegas won 3-1. This game is so awful right now. Goddamn. Uh, and I just want to get your opinions on it because we've obviously uh, been talking about it, but it's good to talk about it with the, with the current player who's currently in the mix, just losing full about some of the stuff that we've been seeing. What's the main mm -hmm. problem, do you think, right now with the game? Uh, I just think, like, <clears throat> so, like, the game's fine, right? Like you start, you start off the game, it's fine. Like everything's playing fine, everything's fine. And then there's like a play that will happen that causes someone to spawn somewhere mm -hmm. that's just not normal. And then that spawn will just—it's just like a snowball effect. It's like that spawn causes another bad spawn. Yeah. That spawn causes another bad spawn, and then the game just gets so hectic and uh, and just like mixy at one time. Yeah. That, like it's just so hard to actually read what's going on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I uh, I agree. Even like some of the spawns are just completely unreadable, and I think it's yeah. just like a big problem. I don't know what it is about this game, but we didn't have this problem in other games. But when two teams are contesting a favorable spawn, you'll see it happen on Invasion, where two team where two players are out for each team, and they're both like evenly matching the spawn presence. That's when the spawns get fucked. And I feel like other games they have like a like a medium like spawn. I don't know. I don't know what, 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 what other term I would call it. Where like a team a team or players would spawn out, and in this game it doesn't have them. It's like there's like two spawn points. And if one team contests the other one, everyone spawns on the other point, and it just causes uh, these 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 timings where people are spawning on top of each other constantly. Yeah, I feel like like uh, Invasion Control is a good example of the map. Like, bro, the first three hills of the map actually like are like hard point makes sense, and then once P four happens, it's just like absolutely yeah, sure, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. everyone everyone just is a doesn't. It's just either you're spawning palace and it's just annoying. Or you're spawning out and trying to search for someone while like everyone just spawn kills each other palace. Yeah. Mm -hmm. by looking at the stat sheet, I noticed that uh, your whole team was in the red carpet. You did have a 1.21, but clearly in the slang department. Um, <laughs> I guess I'm bathing. 
Yeah, you must be baiting or, or, or something. I mean, today, clearly, Vegas pushed you guys to your limits today. I mean, were you guys surprised by how Vegas came out today? Did you think maybe you guys had an off day? I mean, how did you guys, how did you think the series went overall as a whole? Uh, I mean, I think it was, I mean, obviously, it was close as hell, but, um, I mean, they play us pretty close in scrim sometimes, so, you know, it's not like we, we didn't know, like, we knew they could probably, like, maybe take a map, but mm -hmm. uh, I don't know. Yeah, so you, you didn't think there was anything about your game, like your team game. I mean, I think Dill said in the, I think Dill said in the S and D like S and D like right now like when you scrim Rio, it's literally yeah. just like run mid map and just run it shit. So like you don't really learn anything. You're just kind of just running and hoping you win gunfights. But uh, I think think just they just hard countered us on that. Yeah, they and, like, probably we didn't they, really they, they also did some review there. I mean, they they slammed you guys six Sony S and D right. Let's just rip the bandit off. You guys got slammed I mean, yeah. that map. Uh, but I mean, we literally we're, we literally were like after just laughing. Yeah, that's I mean, a, the, that's the, a map you gotta laugh over. I mean, like, I had it, like, so well, there's nothing to talk about. Like, yeah. That map is slammed. not. That map is not really like a map where like, um, like a lot of strategy comes into play. It's super straight up, and like sometimes like the way around is gonna go is just based off like a singular trade. I mean, yeah. So it's. It I mean, happens. Toby got stuck one round. The next round, I got stuck. Yeah, it's. Yeah, uh, I mean, dude, we literally walked into the other room after the map, and I was like, bro, this kid, he was just four and zero on the map. Like, he just won the map four zero. Yeah, like, and so like I was just like, whatever, it's just a troll map. Like, just move on. I got a couple uh, clips I wanted to show from the series. Does anybody have any questions for Scrappy before I pull uh, up these clips? I, I have one. Obviously, you guys played high rise control day, which is a map you don't play a bunch. You guys are just trying to test it out, trying to get more comfortable with that in match uh, situations. Uh, high rise. Yeah, high rise control. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think again, Dill said it. Like, invasion is kind of a map. Like. Honestly, bro, you don't even have to scrim invasion. Like at this point, like everyone knows what invasion is and like how you like yeah, play the map. That map is terrible. Um, so we just wanted to get better at high rise. We obviously didn't win it. Like we we haven't won it in a match. So just trying to get like expand our map pool, and make sure we're good at like almost every map. Yeah, <clears throat> I have a question. Mm -hmm. This was the third six zero in S and D this year. Why are you guys all three of those? Oh, what is that true? That's, That's true. Insane. That is. Uh, it sounds like you guys just well, want to get that shit over with and get back right back to the respawn. <laughs> well, the Rio is just like it was Rio the other one. Head banging. There was uh, the Minnesota one. There was this one. What was the other one? Six on Minnesota. Wow, that was a masterclass. <laughs> and <laughs> what was the other one? I don't remember I don't the other know. one. I don't know what the other one was. I don't, I don't know, know, but there's three. There's a third one. There is three. Sure. We've got. They've got. Oh, he's saying Toronto's gotten 3 0 or something? No, no there, there's three 6 0s in the league, and we're a part, part of them. We have two 6 0s, yeah. and we got 6 0 ones. Uh, you guys 6 0 Seattle on Karachi SND. Did, did you mention that? Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. I, I thought know, you guys got 3 0 three times because I was like, what the hell? Yeah, yeah right. so I'm trying to remember the third SD loss like, in that situation, but uh, yeah, I think we can move the clips, Tom, if you want. Yeah, and I said, well, does anybody else? Chris, Sam, Pat, anybody else? Any more questions? Okay, let's move on. So. What, one clip that I wanted to pull up was the end of the first hardpoint, Rio. So this is obviously a map where I thought Vegas held on to the lead most of the map. Like, I felt like Vegas, they got off to a great start. And in second rotation, Toronto started to bring it back. But take a look at the setup here real quick. Uh, if you're Vegas, I mean, this is definitely a setup where you can lock down this time and possibly win the game here. And I think it all comes down to these next few fights. I thought Toronto played this break perfectly. I love the long route here from Kleenex. I think taking a route here is really important, especially because if you just flood through front and you get funneled, you're probably going to lose the game. So just to let it play out a little bit here, uh, Insight, he's going to try and make a play. Purge with the big heads up play. They win the two fights. Like Toronto, they make the pinches. Vegas win the fights here.
And take a look how Toronto ended up breaking this and, and getting the dub. I mean, you can see a pinch coming in from Nero. He tries to go. Do you guys like the pinch from Nero at the last seconds here? Absolutely. It was a great play. I Sam, do like I it, but I think number three should have, or number four should have done it, not number three. Because <laughs> number three was the guy all the way in the back, and number four just <laughs> shut on the side door. Yeah, and then they end up getting pissed on. Scrap finds one, and Kleenex finds two. That kill was actually the entire game. The, the like, Toby, like, going big is important, but, like, him, like, Scrap actually killing Nero there was so huge. I also agree you, uh, with you that uh, that four maybe could have could have been that guy pinching. I almost feel like it's better to just play tight here with your team, though. I don't know. I like the pinch. I, I think if anybody's going to pinch, it should be four, like, initially, because I think the timings would have been better. But at this point, it might have been it might be a little too late now for this pinch. Yeah, that's he, what I'm saying. The the pinch comes in too late. The timings are too late. Number yeah. four should have been the one to take it. But also spawning on this front end, it's it's it sucks whenever the it's like a fully set up thing. But the problem is, is I feel like you actually kind of spawn closer a lot of time because sometimes you'll get that like blue spawn uh, by the double doors and you'll actually just be able to like reflood a lot quicker. So you see the reinforcements for Toronto just come in so quickly. Where number four, if he takes that pinch, he probably catches a guy um, right by those blue doors early on. And number three should have just reinforced Hill. So I think uh, Dylan also gets weak, backs up, and doesn't. He's just playing kind of an off angle. He's not really watching over. And I think between him and Purge, no one's actually watching these guys cross. Oh, my God. He's, I squared right there. Holy shit. Purge kills did. one, kind of gives it up to pick, to pick up the pinch. And then they kind of flood and go through front without anyone really spawning them. Yeah. No, so, I agree, Ben. I, I think Envoy being able to wall through front there just can't happen. I think they need to figure out to maybe like a crossfire or something there. Maybe Dylan could pop up there. I was actually there, going but... to say that when they got that first pick, they should have like at least pressured or played for the info. Like the guy's like laying down those boxes, playing like an off angle. And he ends up getting caught, but like you get that kill on Toronto, and then they just like kind of like walk their way up, and they're like, "Wait, why aren't they challenging? They 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 have so much room. They check every single spot, and they just pick out each player one by one. But they should have they number four should have either pinched here or I think they like, should have they should have bumped they too. This, yeah, whenever they get this blood on the first on on Scrappy like squaring up, they should have like advanced or at least like shown presence like aggress like they're just letting them walk up look at this yeah yeah no, they let Gio, them walk up Gio after you get, get two dead you, 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 the market after you kill two and you have spawns i mean you can you can have somebody try and push and go wrong and try and push their setup back and try and slow it down mm -hmm. but you're right they gave toronto a lot of space and toronto just mm -hmm. waltzed through garage and just waltzed up the front of the hill granted it was good wins as well from scrap and kleenex to win those fights to the front it was also just big yeah. fights from them and, and purge also a big 1v1 ended up actually being a 2v2 and purge was now triggered and lost a big one. If he won that gunfight, they win it. So, up yeah. But good win, Scrap. Good win right there. That Thanks, was man. Appreciate uh, it. Very close map. So, good job. Phenomenal job. You good, bro? How much papaya you smoke before coming on the show? Oh, why does it matter? I don't want to ask questions. <laughs> Let's move on to the control. This was the other clip I had from the series. Now, Sam, we were talking about this during the watch party, but the streak comes down from Vegas here. I think it was Geo who ends up yeah, calling it, it in streak. here. The, and and I, you didn't like this streak, Sam. You didn't it's like this one of the streaks one. of all time for sure. Yeah, I, I'm gonna be honest. I didn't like this streak as well. I, I just think you didn't. They didn't really need to use it. I thought they they were even getting the back right spawns. I just think especially when there's two and a half ticks already gone on B, and you yeah. have full control of A, just keep it. Just save it. Just hold <laughs> on to it. There's no point in using it here. Um, yeah. And I think unbelievable. This, this is a little a bit streak. of a, of a mishap here because. Honestly, if he's not in the streak, he could probably help on point here, get these trades to get pushed up. I mean, if they have a streak in the back pocket going into the, this map, I mean, I feel like a streak on high rise can really be a game changer. And they I mean, kind the of streak, blew it away. The streak was essentially just meant to relieve pressure, even if they like did like. But they didn't have any pressure. Eventually. 
it was to, it was to get them out of their spawn, but Kleenex is literally everything. <laughs> oh, there's and pressure. Pops a two. There's yeah, always Kle pressure. Kleenex is literally everything. Nah. He pops a two piece here, gets in the shack, pops another We're one. We're always applying pick. pressure. Like they just they just got they got picks off of the streak. That's all it was. Yeah. Like, it, People theory, are saying that I backtracked. I don't even remember what I said during the watch party. You said you liked the streak. Yeah, I, think I, my, I think my thought process. I was letting you rock. Yeah, I think my thought process <laughs> for when it happened at the time is I thought they were just trapped and was trying to get out. But after watching it back, I, I agree with you, Sam, because they had two and a half takes already on beat. I mean, they look pretty it. trapped. It was too late. It was too late. Nah, they look pretty also trapped. also absolutely No, they fucked weren't trapped, Grab. They were out. Uh, I thought they I were mean, trapped I mean, in a moment. Look at the mini So map. I was wrong on that when, during the watch party. I was definitely wrong on that. Watching it back, I Tom, they look Sam. pretty trapped. I mean, they have one guy on A, one guy's pushed out right window. Dude, they have, there's two look guys at the on mini map. Look at Bro, the mini map. So, Scrap, you like the streak. So, Scrap, you liked it then. You like the streak? I mean, I'm trying to streak there. Yeah, you would you're trying to there? shrink to get out of your base. You're I mean, to bro, to if you like, that's how you lose that round is just trying to keep chowing off like out of the windows. You're trying to like kill someone. You're trying to kill someone to get out of the wet. Like, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I ended up and, fucking changing hey, my opinion it, it, on it, it after watching it. It, it, literally, back, it literally just comes down to scrap winning the one v one. And and also and also like. Actually, nah, never mind. I'm not gonna say you that. You don't want to teach, bro? Were you about to teach? No, no, no. Wait, 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 scrap. What about that? What about that streak yesterday? Which one? The wake street. The one on Karachi. Oh, uh, that one's dog shit. Okay, yeah, yeah. Just making sure. <laughs> you said that, that one's dog shit. Dude. That one. And that I'm... was probably the worst streak of all time. I'll be honest. That's that certainly, that was certainly a streak. <laughs> oh, that one was awful. But yeah, guys. I mean, that's pretty much. I didn't have much for for that series. I mean, there was a there was a, definitely some close maps, but Toronto was able to get the dub there. I thought Vegas played good, but uh, Toronto edged them out. I think we all had Toronto win the series. I think it was closer than we so thought. Why is this but... guy shooting bodies, by the way? Yeah, so Purge did shoot bodies. What were your thoughts on that? Nobody saw the body oh, shot into the highlight. Into the highlight. Also, Ben, they're telling me to apologize to you because because apparently I, I I was roasting you for your take on the streak during the watch party. But after watching it back, Benja, you were right. But I'm not apologizing. Go fuck yourself. But I'm not apologizing. Go fuck yourself. Um, I don't. I don't mind the body shooting. At least his mental's not chalked. His, his gun is chalked right bro, now. I hope we turn him heel. Mental's good right now. Turn him. That'd be heel, good. Bro. That'd be good. That might be good for him. We need. We need more heel players in the league. Yeah, yeah scrap. I, I I like the body shot. To be honest with you, bro. Uh, you know, it was Purge uh, shooting your body. It was Purge. It was Purge. Well, did Did you feel some type of way that it was Purge shooting your body? He didn't shoot my body. I just heard about it after. He was shooting inside. Like, he was wow. shooting inside his body. He shot his body in a pinch. Which, hey, man, hey, you can't be shooting Jamie's body, man. It's the, it's the Iceman. Is, is Jamie hey. one of the new Icemans or what? He's got to be. He's he been is the Iceman. He is the Iceman. He's, he's the Iceman. Ice oh, shit. He's, he's been there since he's been We calling shitty players Iceman. Jamie Ooh, insights the Iceman. My bad. Damn, Lamar. what the fuck? Yo, what the fuck? No, 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 what do you Lamar. mean by that? Lamar's icy. Oh, okay. Who so are you talking about? about? Who's the other TJ? one? <laughs> TJ's icy too. TJ's icy too. I don't know, bro. They're all goats. Never mind. <laughs> nah, okay. the full contract. Nah. <laughs> hey, it's all good, man. It's all good. Guys, any final thoughts on Toronto Ultra and the Vegas Legion? Any final thoughts, guys? Yeah, so I think it was a pretty good match. Um, yeah. We already got your thoughts, Scrappy. You want to fucking put, put, You got anything else to say, Scrap? Are you serious? Go ahead, nah, man. Nah, I'm just chilling. I'm just I, got, I, got, I got one last question. I mean, you guys have a pretty interesting remaining schedule. Obviously, start off 3-0. You have four matches between Seattle phase optic and thieves. Which team are you most excited to play coming up over the next few weeks? Um, oh, I want to play optic, bro. Yeah, we haven't played it. I mean, like we, we haven't played them. them this year, so mm -hmm. yeah. Well, well play keep my in mind, well, but AG. Right now, you guys have won eleven <laughs> in a row, and you're two away from the record. 
Are we? Yeah. Which yeah. I think it's FaZe's record, I believe. Well, yeah, so they, they, they play FaZe for the record, right? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah no, they would play they play face to tie the record, they'd play optic to beat the record, I think, in that situation. Right? I was okay. really Might excited. Yeah. I was really excited for a potential optic versus Toronto matchup last stage because Optic was looking pretty good at hard point, but lately they've been kind of uh up and down in their series and their performances. So I don't know how they're gonna fare against I mean, Toronto. Let's but... move on because that's what we're talking about next. We have Optic Texas going up against the Los Angeles uh Gorillas. Uh this was a three one victory for LAG, but did Give start a off guest, Tom. Oh, oh, yeah, we got JP coming on, right? Is he in here? Yep. User Let me see the map. I'm out of here. Peace. Later, oh, Scrap. Thank you for coming on, Scrap. Got you. All right, shout out to Scrappy from Toronto Ultra. Now we got another guest yeah, in the building. Good. We got JP, Scrap, Coach JP from Optic Texas. What's going on, JP? How you doing, man? We're doing pretty well. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we're, we're chilling. Like, obviously not the best weekend, but came out with two dubs, so. JP, be honest, man. You getting fucking gray hair here watching these, watching these matches or what, bro? Yo, a little bit. I mean, yesterday, yesterday was fucking crazy, bro. <laughs> yesterday, yesterday, Ken, Ken's last live in 3v, or uh, first to die, like, no spawn up. Yeah. 3v14. I'm watching his screen because I have to sit behind him. And I was like, this is not looking good. But yesterday yeah. was like the movie 300 for you guys, bro. No bullshit. <laughs> up. Like that was, dude, AG said it best, bro. We were at the Oracle Arena against Prime, you know, Golden State Warriors. Very visiting team. The logo. The bro, every, everyone's from the pulling logo. up, transition threes. <laughs> pulling from the logo. <laughs> you know, we end up going to the game and like we, we have a gritty battle. And then at the end, it's just like we get some fouls off. They're missing free throws and we hit a buzzer budget beater three or some shit. You know, like that's how it was feeling at that, at that point. Yeah. Jim, can I uh, ask you a question about this series? Obviously, you guys, you know, go hardpoint team, obviously work on things in search. You guys have picked Team A a lot this year, and you picked Team B in this series. Is that like a, a choice in trying to, uh, you know, guarantee the map one? Is that just sort of a situational thing in this matchup? What was the thought process there? I mean, damn, Ben, right with the federal questions. Federal, right at the beginning. Federal I'm asking questions, the questions. People man. want to know. Hey, like, don't I'll, I'll don't tell complain you about the questions. No, it, I mean, it, it's just, it's just <laughs> contingent on, like, what we're feeling with the matchup and how the maps are going and stuff like that. So basically, basically what he's trying to say is they felt like they could beat um, LAG in pretty much any hard points and they wanted to get the advantage in the other game modes. That's common sense. That's why you pick team B most of the is time. That, is that what you were saying? He's not going to say it. He's not trying to give away. Um, his, no, uh, no federal tricks. answers to federal exactly. questions. Well, no, no, no. That, <laughs> that's I, good there was nothing no, about that. Good Do answer. you think you could beat LAG in any hard point map? That's just a general question. I mean, that it, it was, I mean, I, yes. I do think so, but I, I don't think that's the reason why uh, uh, okay. we had chose it. Sure. Sure. I want to talk <laughs> about the first map. Uh, clearly, Shotzi had a gruler here in the first map. He had a point four four here in map one. He went 12 and 27. <laughs> but then he goes absolutely crazy the next three maps, and he clutches up. And JP, I feel like we saw the same thing yesterday, right? right? Like maps three to five, like the scoreboard, the stat sheet doesn't always show, like the plays that Ant's kind of making around the map. What do you think happened in the first map? When we were watching, we felt like he just had the sprints a little bit. Maybe he was just sprinting around too much. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I mean, it was also like we were getting put in situations where it's like, I, I, you probably see this a lot in our uh, like hard point losses, but going down huge, you know, like maybe we'll have a scrappy P1, but mm -hmm. getting chained on the P2, P3. Like if you see a lot of our losses, that's how it is. So like the real, the real focus on is trying to basically like limit those or at least trade those first few because like whenever we're going down huge right at the beginning that's right. when we're, we're usually losing those maps you know it's like yeah. usually we'll, we'll end up clutching maps if they go down to the wire but if we go down like 
that big, that's that's the problem. Like those type of situationals where it's like we're we're going down, we lose rotation to P two, not getting chained like that next hill is is so important because then i feel like at that point you're chasing the game you're you're chasing the game you're in a breaking simulator and and a lot of these maps a lot of these maps are like you can play off of the score like if you're ahead like you can play off the score and it's so easy to play off yeah literally just staying ahead it's it's so easy and like all the teams do it when they're ahead so going down that big is is definitely definitely the problem yeah Yeah. i was gonna say i feel like watching you guys play there's just times where you guys struggle to like really like reset and like go for like a team break and like sometimes you get caught in the cycle where people are just getting picked one by one and then like you're just essentially just staggering staggering all your break attempts until it's basically too yeah literally literally the breaking cycle i mean like like props to leg because they they played that map well like playing ahead the entire way but dude, it, it all started with first the, the P2, and then obviously the P3 rotation. Like, I don't know if you caught Fame's credit, but that might be yeah, the most the insane credit I've yeah. seen all year. That was a good credit. <laughs> even Ken good. was like, "Yo, check check the check the back corner. He might be playing a credit, and he's not playing the you know the close corner. He's playing the one on the other side of the bed." So we were like. That was some that was some crazy stuff. But. That's when he was laying top red back right behind the couch. Yeah. You guys just ran right yeah. in front of him. Yeah, no, that was that was tough, bro. Honestly, that's what Fame does really well. He's constantly playing credits, just like weird off angles and weird corners. He does that a lot. It's kind of like his place. No, don't get me wrong. They, they they play that well for sure. It was just us where we're in that that breaking cycle mode where you're constantly breaking hills, breaking, 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 and sometimes mm-hmm. it's just it's just too much to Always come back from the team from. that's holding the fuck up realistically that's basically just how the game plays yeah yeah and then we get into the map too jp and i feel like you guys look flawless in the snd today i mean you guys ran through the, the rio really really quickly and i think it's just the map we were just talking about it rio's pretty straight up obviously you guys are a very talented team so do you think that helps you guys when it when it comes to rio snd just pretty straight up map just use the talent run through mid, hit something out, just do something together, because you guys were literally holding hands the whole fucking map. I think there was one point where you guys were four bottom escalators in the lobby, cornered Pop up. Viper old lobby. <laughs> yeah, it was like, I, I forgot what Bro, Sam it called it. It was a freak it. search. I think, I think Brandon old. said it on stream, but <laughs> it's basically like freak search. But um, yeah, I mean, that goes to show like not only the map, but trying to play more together mid-round was a lot of like the talking points post-major uh, one. Yeah, uh, but that map was just a, a good rep to just get Rio search and like a, a match rep for sure, mm-hmm. uh, because we had practiced the game up, but obviously we haven't played it in a match yet. So right, well, was that your first time playing it in a match, Rio S and D? Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, that, that was yeah. the first time. Well, that's I think always this, a good this, way to this, win uh, it for the first I time. Today's today's the first time we've seen Rio S and D in general, right? I don't think we've seen it yesterday. Uh, no, we saw Rio S and D before. Toronto played it. Toronto played it. Yeah, I think Toronto played it. Grabbed around fourteen on that shit the other day. Oh, yeah. I don't remember. Yeah, no, we've we've definitely seen it, but but yeah, how's how's the vibe been like with the team with, with search JP? I mean, has there been anything you guys have been focusing on, or I mean, going into the match with the with the veto process is is Rio a map that you guys were looking to play? I mean, did you do preparation for it? I mean, talk to me a little bit about your search. Yeah, I mean, so I, I talk about this on stream, but mostly like basically whatever you can talk about. Like yeah, yeah post major post major one was basically all just working on like our mid round stuff because that's where we were lacking most of the time in search and. Like obviously we knew that the problem in our game and if we wanted to contend for like championships was going to be the search mm-hmm. uh, because we were doing pretty well in the hard point the entire the entire way it was just like the two that we lost a phase in in uh, what was it uh, losers finals so yeah it was it was a lot of focus on the search but yeah that's that was basically all the focus like mid round stuff decision making being comfortable with what we're trying to do uh, like after the initial info is already gotten. 
Yeah. Uh, listen, I want to talk about the karate control, but I want to ask you a question about yesterday's karate control for a second. <laughs> what was your oh, mind yeah. like with the three v twelve yesterday? I mean, what the what were you what were you thinking? Like, what was going through your head right there? Did you think there was any chance of you guys winning that when it was a three v twelve? Let alone coming back and reverse sweeping and winning the series. So, so right when Ken died and he died top red, and we had not gotten a kill on point. Like there was one guy ticket, one guy top fire who had killed Ken. As soon as Ken died, cause I'm looking at his screen, I see he can't spawn up. I'm like, oh shit. I, I mean, this is lost, <laughs> it's like yeah. it's over with. But then they get the instant trade and then the kill and ticket. I think Brandon gets a kill and ticket. So I was like, all right, the only way we cap this is if everyone just literally goes to point and we get lucky somehow. And then uh, they got the kill on Vivid, which obviously like, Probably shouldn't have happened, but mm. once Definitely they get that kill, they, they get on point. They streak. AG calls for everyone to get in the the like small room, and then yeah, I mean we we cap. So it was I, I talked about my stream about it, but it was basically that Doctor Strange shit where it's like here are all the possibilities, <laughs> and the one possibility where we end up winning the round ends up happening. So yeah. Now, granted, like we like we shouldn't have lost or we shouldn't have won that series. Like like I think everyone in our like camp basically knew that. Mm -hmm. uh, but it was good to like actually have that resilience and come back not only in, in that round, but the rest of the, the match because a rep like that kind of, it shows you what, what's possible. And especially with the team, it's like, you know, at that point you're like, okay, we can come back from anything at that point. So mm -hmm. that type of rep is, is really good. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I yeah. definitely think ha sometimes you need wins like that, like gritty wins where it's like you, you, you're yeah. about to lose and you just come back out of nowhere. Usually you could just ride off that momentum and stuff. That hel it helps the team culture when it, getting W's like that. But anybody got any uh, questions for JP? I got a few clips I want to pull up from the series. If anybody's got yeah, any clips, I, I, uh, I questions. I got one more. Uh, some tough teammates from uh, Pred in this series. You guys have a conversation <laughs> with him after the uh, series about that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's going on with AG's nades. He must just be working them up like no fucks given and just nothing will ever be apathies. Ever. App has the worst nades of all time. Does ever. He? Ever. Yeah. Ever. By Vouch. far. Ever. Really? By far. I've never, never, I never knew Apathy's nades were historically bad. I think Apathy closes his eyes when he throws his nades. Nah, Jesus Christ. My bad. <laughs> My apathy bad. catching strays all these years later and he's catching oh, strays. Oh, Apathy's a beast. He's he an animal. Can't, he can't throw good grenades. He's a multi, double world, multi world champ. Let's go in. I want to take a look at some of these clips. Let's Sam, Chris, Pat. You got any questions for JP? No, I kind of just want to go through the clips, to be honest. Yeah, well, one clip is this dog shit play from the LAJ. Let's take a look here <laughs> oh, and see what's going on. This streak was terrible. I, I don't. This one's terrible. This streak was horrible. This, this one's like, I'm not even this like. This is also one of the streaks of all time. <laughs> yeah, we got to talk about some of the streak usage from the pros. What was the point there of streaking? Like, I really don't understand the point there. They weren't even ready to push. Like I mean, they're not I even ready to make plays the, off this streak. The streak is bad, but if you watch this map, the amount of times we watch LEG get two or three kills uh, on offense here on A and not like take advantage of timings middle map, like there was, I don't think it was in this round. I think it was in the first offensive round. They'd gotten like a three kills and the last guy was P4 and they all just flooded left and like nobody went middle and they know they can get a free touch and set up. Some questionable plays at LAG, LAG's, and I think that streak was bad. LAG's offense on this map is abysmal. I think they have like the worst in the league now. And uh, I think it was the worst in the league even before this map started, but it's it feels like it gets worse every time. They are just too slow. They get yeah. they get opportunities, they get picks, and then it just takes them too long to advance on the map. But also when they're on this A point, I don't know if you've noticed it, the amount of times a player just ran up the mid alley 
or even like right behind them, like up that like flank, they just kept letting the guy on point die. Well, I was gonna um, say, if you're in a trap here, Chris, sorry to cut you off. Like if you're no, in a man. trap where LAG is right now, isn't it a good play to play through mid cut as well? They keep sending people left and ch and chicken coop. But if you go through mid cut and work a trade or two and just get on the point and just get down, I mean, isn't that like a pretty good play for the most part? Or do you think it's 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 not as easy as, as it sounds? I personally I don't mind people going left. I just felt like they never sent anybody mid cut. I, mean, I, just, yeah. go left, I personally saying, right? I personally think you send two guys to get top three to get that trade or just mm -hmm. get out and like get multi like multi angles. One person market, one person just plays the mid a heady and just kind of like stops people from running up mid, which is essentially where they struggled. Shotzi kept hitting that timing. He kept getting players off that point. But also something I noticed is they just don't stack this A point at any point in time. Even if they have like a couple kills, I feel like they were just kind of scared that Optic were going to like make plays and they still were letting them make the play, even though they weren't stacking. It didn't make any sense. So I'm not really sure what they were doing yeah. uh, at all. I mean, Sam, what would you what would you think the best way to break this A point? If you're putting a blender, the A point is pretty much the gimme point, right? Like this, this that's yeah. the point that everybody should be able to cap off the rip uh, with these, especially because you could just off the break off, you just sprint onto it and just stack if you really wanted to. Uh, what do you think is the best way? You think sending maybe two and two, maybe two mid alley, two two chicken top three I don't think area? It matter. I don't think it really matters where you go. I think mm -hmm. it's just go to the kill. Um, whether it doesn't really matter where you want to work it because defense is all about rotation on this map. And if you can force movement out of a defensive setup, that's where your openings happen for getting to the points, whether it be A or B. Um, yeah. So I think regardless of where you want to play the kill, I think it's actually kind of irrelevant. Um, yeah. But just and forcing the setup to move in some way is where again you can get your opening to hit. I mean you're also mm -hmm. spawn closer to that point than the defensive team does. So yeah. like if even if you force trade, let's say the trade doesn't go in your favor by like one player, as long as you get that mid map pressure, your reinforcements are going to come in so much faster than the reinforcements from the defending team. So mm -hmm. Yeah, then uh, another clip from the series, a uh, couple couple clips from the map number 4. I thought this is kind of the game changer in my opinion, JP. I don't know if you agree with me, but the, the P2s on Skid Row, you guys were able to break both of them. Um, and I think that definitely helped you guys in the long run here. I mean, the first P2 was right here. And you can see LAG, they, they get there really early and they have a little bit of a lead here. But you can just see how it all like breaks down for, for them and, and falls apart. You see one player from LAG ends up spawning out. Dashi's <laughs> able to win a big one-on-one -on -one here. They pick up the guy in the pinch, which I thought was a great read from Optic to just read that guy spawning out behind him alley and to pick him up before they collapse on Hill. And, of course, they have a guy pinching tunnel. So those spawns are going to come in from LAG, uh, and they're going to spawn uh, deep tunnel, and they're able to pinch on in and, and break this P2. If you guys are LAG in this setup, what do you think went wrong? Or do you think this was just good plays uh, from Optic? <clears throat> great plays by Optic. Dashi hit some beamer shots, but also that angle, that graffiti angle, you, people need to stop playing it's it. It's deceiving, dude. You yeah. have to it's play. Deceiving. You have to deny dumpster. You have to deny the dumpster control. If you don't deny the dumpster control and a guy gets on that dumpster, he's going to be able to stop your player that's in the hill from peeking off time and helping you. Yeah. And since he doesn't have full dumpster control and he's playing the off angle on it, number one can't confidently peek any angle. So this guy just gets ISO'd, gets the free kill. Number one gets pushed back because of all the pressure from Optic now, and then it just collapsed from then on. If you're number two, especially if you're a sub player, hug that dumpster or play a better angle so you can deny control of that of that like off angle. Like uh, it's it's this graffiti angle is terrible. Yeah, and also gets a big two piece. I mean, obviously another funneling tunnel, but King gets two piece for free at the end of the sequence. This is really good comms by Optic to like recognize old is still yeah. up and to know yeah. that that guy spawns behind them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Surprised Dashie didn't get tagged here on the cross. I thought the guy P2 right here. I thought oh, he, he got tagged. I think he missed his shots. Yeah. No, I'm talking about the assault. <laughs> nah, no. I'm talking about assault for BC no, top he, P2. No, he doesn't shoot assault, him. Assault, assault at was looking end, at Garage at first, then reacted to that cross. I think he but shoots at him at the end. But I'm saying as Dashie was crossing, he didn't shoot him. And he, yeah, he, he, it's because he was guy. focused. He was looking at Garage. It's just because that's what I'm saying. If you don't deny that dumpster, no assault can't freely peek at all so he's just not helping you yeah well the problem is assault hasn't beat optic since july 4th oh, Jesus Christ. 2019 <laughs> and you know who's on his team me we three owed him smoke show damn so you, that was a brian stat by the way so, tweeted that out today so are, you, are you saying that they need you is that what no, you're saying I would, I would i would never go there but um <laughs> i was just saying adam assault adam assault hasn't beat optic since three over three Tom. years Three, no, over three. There, they, that you got. It's a tax. There, it's it's more like nine. <laughs> nine. Oh over Jesus three. Christ! Oh Jesus fucking Christ! Yeah, really good break though from Optic too. Got to give him credit here. Bruce wins the big one on one. I mean, JP, talk to me a little bit about Bruce, man. He feel like in in the beginning of the year. Uh, love the way Bruce has adapted his his game sense and in in the way not his game sense but the way he's been playing COD. Uh, just kind of being a lot less selfless, playing the hill more, right? Like a lot of, especially in the beginning of the game, people have made comments on the show about, including myself, about Bruce. He may be getting into the mix a little bit more. He's obviously a very talented player. Recently, he's been getting super, super uh, aggressive. His interactions have been up. His damage has been up. Is that something that you guys talked about with him? Or is that just Dashy on his, on his own game? Or is that something you guys haven't even talked about? And that's just kind of how it's going on. And that's just kind of how it's happening. I mean, I mean, Brandon's going to get active when he needs to get active. Mm -hmm. oh, I'll just say that. Like... There, there's Brandon. times for it, some times aren't for like for it, but it's 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 done with reason. Brandon's also yeah, been getting just better. Yeah. Brandon's also just been getting better because I like obviously as reps come in more, you start to kind of figure out where players play. And like if he's given that space where he can just like essentially check every single angle like that, like he can get attacked from, he's gonna win those fights. Like he did it right there. Like he just reads every angle that the LOG player is gonna possibly play, get, is able to get the free kills, and then opens up the map. So he's just gonna get better um, mm. at doing that over time. Yeah, Pat, I see the graphic that you got up on the screen right now. I mean, ha have you been uh, have you been impressed by Dashy's game? Because I remember you were the one who made some comments about wanting Dashy, and honestly, it was a backhanded compliment. I felt like a lot of people were ragging on your. On your uh, on what you said about it, but I, you basically said that Dashi is so talented, you would love to just see him just get in there more, just get in the mix more. Um, and yeah. I feel like recently he's definitely been doing that, bro. Like he's been everywhere and he's been doing it all. I mean, have you been impressed with Dashi's game? I mean, the thing is, Tom, I've never not been impressed by Dashi's individual game. You like Dashi's individual. You like his individual. I, I game. called this out in MW two and, and and even before. Um, my thing was just, you know, I'm looking at this roster. And I still believe Dashy can be that guy on, on any team he's on. Um, and I just don't want to see him taking a backseat role when I believe he's the most talented player on the team. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's, yeah, it's pretty simple. Uh, but I've always, I've always been high on Dashy in general. I think recently he's just really, and, and again, it is situational, right? Like JP said, like there's gonna be, there's gonna be maps where he needs to get aggressive. There's gonna be maps where he's just sitting in hills and not doing too much. Uh, but recently he's been playing great, so I just want to show him some love and, and give a dash. And, and sometimes out. wait, and sometimes you're sitting in hills and doing a lot. I don't, I think Sam's kind of backed me up on this, but correct. Yeah. There there are there are situations for both, I should say. Oh, yeah, yeah but if I'm dashy, I'm saying Shotzi, get in my goddamn hill because you're throwing up twelve and twenty sevens. I could never.
Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's been frying. He had one bad match. You know, he fried. Tom, I was thinking about it, Tom. I was thinking about it. You know what it reminded me of? You remember when you, you know, you said you had the lights in your eyes, you went four and twenty-three, and then you fried the next three maps. I remember that. Like that's kind of what happened with Shotzi today, right? The the only difference was Tom. He didn't have no lights in his eyes. Map one. He didn't have the excuse, and so that's the difference I believe between a superstar and a role player. (laughs) I mean, twelve and twenty-seven, Tom. It's all the same. It's all the same. You know what I mean? Hey, Slay, I was a superstar. Yeah, you were a superstar. So, so is Ant. You know what I mean? So is nah, he. Nah, nah. I don't know. Nah, I don't know. Nah. Don't know. Uh, let's go back to the clip. There was another P2 hard point here. Uh, that one. This was the second P2. And, and again, look at the scoreboard here. First and foremost, look at where it's paused right now for LAG. Okay, they have a 40-point lead. They're in the old P1 time. And they have rotation of P2. So if you're an LAG fan, you're like, yeah, this is looking good. You know, we're, we're in a perfect spot here. To take a lead. So, Optic, they get the last 20 MP1. If you're LAG, you're like, ah, don't worry about it. But take a look how this just breaks down for them. You have two guys, LAG, they're trying to play old. But they end up getting smoked Wait, by AG. what the fuck are these? Hold on. What the fuck are these spawns? Yeah, the spawns were, were the spawns everywhere. But they make sense. Yeah. So that If that double door spawn is open, I, they spawn I mean, there every time. I, I mean, I, it's the I same spawn that Dashi and them read when double, we showed the first get, P2. I get, I, get, I get it makes sense in the logic of how this game works, but it's also a ridiculous spawn on paper. Double, double Wait, where do you want, where do you want them to spawn? Double door is the primary spawn on this hill, so that's why they always spawn double door, bro. I feel like that's If that spawn's open, you will spawn Yeah, so such a sticky spawn. They honestly thought that number seven, Pred, is going to be picking his nose in the hill and they're going to be able to get a free kill on him. And Pred, not being a dumb player, understands the pressure is going to come from double door and he's able to pick up a one, able to fucking stop this guy from pushing. They mm-hmm. needed to either double team Pred and Hill to guarantee that side yep. of the map or they just needed to ignore him. And just Bro, the fact that they hit old again after getting two-pieced is inexcusable. Yeah. Yeah. They got killed by Pred at old and then they hit it again. Like while who's in, like Khan is in new fighting for his fucking life and his teammates are just licking a wall hitting old twice. Yeah. They need to either double team old here like together or they, they should just need ignore, to him. ignore him ignore yeah. him and go ignore they should him, ignore but, him get but, his ticket because his teammate died from tunnel so he can pick it up and then the map is cut but even yeah, then, they one just, player like, could even wrap back and pinch low garage no yeah, and you hold the you hold the guy back tunnel because right he's in a 1v1 and you've got all the front side of the hill like i agree with sam feel, feel like number a, one. what do you guys think about a player maybe number three off spawn going apartments to low mid and pinching garage or pinching top mid or pinching you need to get to your boys p2 as fast as possible just cut the map just cut run right through the middle of the map you're already in new though like does you don't want them one, to take numbers with spawners. I want to see if number one does number one read this pinch on the like this. No, he doesn't. Spawn? He gets shot nah, back. He okay, gets well shot then. Back. Yeah, I was gonna say this. This is probably the biggest killer. They're, they're not communicating. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, as soon as my teammates spawn double they door, turn. said they're spawning yeah. tunnel. Like this guy immediately needs to turn and yeah. watches back. Yeah, I thought this was a mistake here from LEG. I mean, they did. Yeah, I agree. People don't do that enough. I mean, this is something that I've talked about in like some of the coaching series that that I've been doing with the ponies. You guys know the ponies. Uh, but re- knowing where people are based on your spawn. And it's yeah, so important time. at a pro level. Like, at a pro level, bro, if you're getting certain spawns and you're not communicating with your team that they could be pinching or they could be here, um, like, you know where usually where people are based on where you're spawning. And, and I agree, Chris. You could tell LAG didn't come here. They didn't communicate yeah. where they could be and where they were spawning. And maybe they did, and Adam Assault blacked out. Um, but... Clearly, LAG made a mistake, and again, I love the plays from Optic, just the quick pinches, and they get aggressive as well. They don't take any, they don't waste any time when they get the kills. They, uh, they hit wait, their go buttons. Go back, how, how, how many seconds were there where the guy spawned? He has so three. much time. He had a lot of time. It was like time. three or four seconds, right? Look, he's, he waiting, for, he's waiting for it. He's holding the pinch, doing whatever. Okay, his teammates are going to fall. 
Yeah, and then, and then they spawn here. Boom, boom. He's he's running. He's running. He's looking. He's still not turning. Still not the boom. Dead. That's like five, six seconds. He's got plenty of time to turn around. Yeah. Wait, they, they also, I don't know if you caught this, Tom, at the beginning of this next P3, these nah, guys had, again, bro. not even that, they have no idea that they had so much space on this P3. You'll see, if you go if you go to the beginning of P3, if you're Yeah, gonna I looked at the beginning of P3. Let me hide my screen and pull up uh, the beginning of the P3. Let me pull up that like, clip. It's, 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 pull before, the next clip. it's before it pops. It's like, you'll see, um, you'll see, so what you're looking for is like two LAG players are sitting back laundry and like nobody on optic is even relatively near I P3 and they're just sitting there. Like, oh, yeah. I got it. What the fuck were they doing here? Did they just like think that optic was already at new? Yeah, this, this P3 was a game in my opinion. Look at this. Like look, this at what, look at what they're doing. They're just like, they're not even like here yet. They're yeah. just waiting so long. I don't know. They just had no happened. info is the thing. They I just think had the zero information where optic could have been. was a big play from Shotzi too to just play kills top middle as well. Top mid is so important on this hill. Like you need yeah. top middle. You need middle well, stairs. Mm -hmm. You need that. Ba back up to like 15 seconds before. They were there, for, see... they were there way longer yeah, I, I, than, than I what you showed. I want to see how they got here. Yeah, I want to exactly. I want to. I want to see how this even like panned out because this didn't make any sense to me. Okay, so yeah, they're, they're spawning P four. They 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 they, they spawn P four and they rotate over. And they there's, they, no, they, they just have they just have no information. Okay. Yeah, they got no information. Well, they, they, killed did, they, did, they killed that guy top mid. Killed that guy top mid. Yeah, but like that's the only kill they've had in the last twenty seconds. Like they're yeah, they just they, if I'm LAG, I am assuming these guys are fucking turtle set up and new, waiting for me to come. Let's be honest. The Shotzi two piece top middle was probably the biggest thing here. I mean, if Shotzi yeah, yeah, if Shotzi yeah. loses mm -hmm. his fight top middle and, and LAG collapses on point here, I mean, these guys front from Optic are probably gonna get funneled. It was a good play from Ant, just get top yeah. mid, get find that two piece, and then at that point you just funnel LAG back apartments and they're fucked. And they just read the pressure, thinking that there's more top mid too. Yeah. That's why both two and four go. Yeah, uh, definitely some some good breaks in this one. Uh, I mean, watching it back, I definitely think uh, LAG they're gonna have to. You know, fix some of these mistakes that they made. But overall, good series from Optic. They end up uh, taking advantage of the mistakes, working some good breaks, and they end up winning the map four. They end up winning the series 3 1. While we still got JP in here, man. Uh, well, first of all, JP, thank you for coming on and answering some hey, questions. No problem, I appreciate sure. you, bro. And also, JP, I've been loving all the content stuff that you've been doing on your YouTube and, every and everything. If you want to shout out your YouTube channel, go ahead. Shout out your YouTube channel, JP. Uh, I mean, it's just J JP Krez, K-R-E-Z, same yes, as my sir. Twitter and stuff. You do, which a, you do well. a lot of breakdowns on there, and you go over, like, a lot of maps and stuff like that. So if any of you guys are, are super into a lot of, like, the analytical stuff within COD, make sure you go check out JP's videos, because he's been killing it over there with the content. So go check that Appreciate out. Appreciate that, man. Yes, sir. Man. Yes, sir. And then, uh, Ben, what's the schedule looking like for Optic moving forward? If you want to take a look at it, obviously, they got the 3-1 the victory over LAG today. They've been looking pretty good. Uh, who they play next? Carolina, Boston, and then we talked about the Toronto matchup with Scrap, and then New York. So for Optic, I think, and they've got some some easier matches, and then they got two real tough ones before the majors. So I think there's a good ramp up for the team as far as uh, yeah, those are series that they should uh, feel pretty comfortable going into that one. Feel pretty confident. Um, and then of course LAG, they fall short again. I mean, guys, what do you guys think is going on with LAG? Are you concerned with this roster? Anybody? Pat, what about you? You yes. concerned with LAG? This is the, no Adam Assault's your guy. I know you know some of these guys. You you know this organization. <laughs> you looted them clean. Uh, how do you how That's do you feel? Right. Holy shit. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, what the fuck? What do you mean? I'm tipping them. I'm tipping the business. Okay. Uh yeah, I mean, look, my problem with this whole squad is just inconsistency. Um, I think they've been inconsistent from day one. I still, again, the same conversation that we have with Wake. Like, these guys are still young. Chris, I know they're your friends, but um, I just don't see winners out of these fame and estrial players. We saw it with, like, the streak play. Like, there's just exam There's, like, moments. Like, they obviously are... They got nice shots, and, and they could have their moments, but, like, again, I, I want to see upgrades, Tom. 
I just don't really know their path to upgrading is because a lot of these players were pretty much at the top of the challengers uh, board whenever they played. And at first I said Assault needs to step it up, but Assault has a pretty decent series here, but the rest of them falter. I think this is just like uh, they just all have their inconsistencies at the end of the day. I mean, it's the, you can't really expect more. I mean, it's what the, it's the players they picked up and it's, uh, you know, the, organi the place the organization is in. So, I mean, they're still competitive at times. It's just, I don't know, they got to they gotta ramp up their gameplay. They got to start playing quicker in some scenarios, especially in that control, because uh, uh, I feel like they played Karachi a lot. And it's a map I feel like they probably play in scrims, and it usually is probably one of their better maps if they're going to keep playing it. Um, so they just they got to work on some of, the, some of their obvious issues here if they want to even start taking yeah. more maps off these teams. But even if they work on their issues, like, do you feel that they're going to compete? I mean, no, but I don't think like I don't think their problem is like an upgrade thing because I feel like all of them have their inconsistencies, and it's like you can't you can't blow up the entire thing. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying blow up everybody. I'm I'm just saying like I want to I want to start seeing some some tryouts, Chris. I want yeah, I, I just want to see. I just don't really know where that path is, right? Because I feel like Fame, yeah, Fame has his inconsistencies, but a lot of time that guy's dropping like a 1.5 sometimes. Like he's going yeah. off. Diamond, yeah, but I, I talked about player. this, bro. Like, would you rather have a guy on your team who is a 1.3 than a 0.7 or a guy who's just you can consistently get like a 1.0 a 1.05 he hasn't had a lot of 0.7s lately no like, i'm yeah, just saying it, well, yeah. Well, but yeah but the problem was um speaking of you know when it was the beginning of the year it was always against the top teams like it was the top teams that yeah. shit on him and that he fried against the bad teams and it's like when we're talking about cracking into being able to upset even... these bad these top teams like but that's not even like a gotta thing. Like, like I feel like LAG play plays this game thing. so like straight up. I feel like every time I watch them play a match, I can pinpoint exactly where they lose matches. And it's not even like somebody's just shitting the bed. Like they're playing such they organized, structured yeah. COD. That's that the point. point like well. a lot of their losses are literally just them making like small individual. They're just fucking up the micro team decisions. Exactly. Yeah. It's not even that they. They are like bad as players because you see it on the maps when they play good. It's like they're playing flawless. Ga they're, the, the game. Bro, first map of the series was a perfect example. Exactly, yeah. it's like they perfect the gameplay, and it's not like one person just all of a sudden carrying some load that is just like unmanageable or like in, uh, like not replicable. I, it's I, it's just a team thing, dude. I agree with you, Chris. I think you're both right because I think Pat's right as far as like individual performance are inconsistent, but as far as the team play, they've been consistent. That's why I have a tough issue closing out maps. That's why I have a tough issue consistently executing in search. Which I think is their biggest weakness, and the problem for them in this split is they got New York and Vase uh, remaining as long as uh, Seattle, Carolina, Thieves, and Vegas is starting to gain points. Like they're sitting, at least in the eighth spot right now in the standings, and they're yeah. going to lose that spot before this. It's a it's are, a like, systematic issue spot. with this team, and I feel like no matter who they pick up, I don't really see a world where like any of those issues get fixed. It's a very big my. It's the Miami Heretics on a ringer. They just they've seemed like the exact same team that we start that we've been watching from the moment this game started to now. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, guys, any uh, any other final thoughts on the Optic Texas LG? And huge shout out to JP again for hopping on before we move over to the next series. And JP, you're more than welcome to stay with us through the next series if you want. It's up to you, bro. If you want to stay with uh, us. I unfortunately got to go, but thank you guys for having me on. And yeah, thank have you, Have a good rest bro. of the show. Thank Later, you so much, bro. Thank you for hopping on. Later. All right, peace, boys. Later. Hey, Chad, give it up for JP. Give it up for Scrappy. Give it up for our special guest in the building. Shout out to the executive producer, Benji Nassim, for reaching out to some of these guys and, uh, and getting them on the show, man. Uh, it's good work from you, Benji. It's good work. No problem. Um, Appreciate the guys, brother. Yes, sir. Let's <laughs> hop in. <laughs> Let's hop into uh, the next series of the day. Sam, I know you're feeling good talking about we this one. We fucking did it. 
I know you were probably a little bit worried going into that map number five, but the, the LA dynasty Thieves has been cemented. Going up against the Miami Heretics, who I think are on Miami. blow it up watch. They might be on blow it up watch. No, 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 Tom, no, no, no. It's not that anymore. Okay. Blow watch. There's only one word when we talk about the Miami Heretics. Okay. And it's explotarlo. Explotarlo. What does that uh, mean? Blow it up? Chris, tell him. Chris, tell him. I might have been top five worst Spanish it's, accents I've ever heard. It's, it's blow it up. Nah, oh, Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> LA yeah. Thieves, they go up 2-0 in the series, but then Miami Heretics win maps three and four and push this to a game number five, which ends up going all the way down to a round 11, which we'll talk about that last S&D. But, I mean, we'll take a look here at the stat sheet. Ben, Playing with we'll, our food. We'll Just start with you. With Actually, food. Sam, we'll, we'll start with you since you're, you're the L.A. Thieves guy. I mean, L.A. Thieves, they come out, they get the victory. But, Sam, but it was close, Sam. It was a very it was close, close series. It was a very the entire, close. every single game in the series was close. Actually, the, this, the game 2 S&D wasn't close. They played that actually very, very well. <laughs> Map 1, I was pulling my hair out. They made a, like a 50, 60-point comeback. It, it looked horrible until victory popped up, to be honest yeah. with you. Um, but, yeah, Daniel Ghosty is absolutely him. Yeah, I mean, the map possible. one, Dan Gosey had an absolute masterclass. 1.60, yeah. 5,200 damage. I mean, Dan definitely had a legacy series. Cut, he, is, uh, going. he had almost 100 kills in a series, I believe. Uh, I so probably, it was, how much did he have? Where was he? He was at 95 and 83. Jesus Christ. Five kills away from, from a 100-kill series. What, what a I think it was also did. 50 damage off the damage record. Yeah, he was. Oh, really? Guys, let's just say how it is. Both these teams are fucking garbage. Oh, we are champions Christ. of the toilet bowl. <laughs> Oh, Jesus, man. Chris, talk to me. What do you think is the biggest problem with these teams? <sighs> Honestly, bro, I just think, uh, well, I think we touched on earlier, Heretics is in the same team that they have been the whole year, and nothing has changed. I feel like Pat, goodbye, Pat, Eric. Pat literally called it exactly Yeah, this one's a goodbye, Eric, series. This is a goodbye. 12K? 12K? Goodbye. Damn. The crazy thing is about Damn. Eric, and I, I even touched on this a little bit. I feel like he just doesn't play well with the Spanish because all his teams that he's seen success with in Challengers, they're all English-speaking teams. Even in MW2, um, whenever he made it to the Champs Finals, it was uh, he was playing with Weeman and Maple and those guys again. Another uh, UK-based team. I feel like he doesn't just he doesn't mess with his Spanish uh, roster. Yeah, sure, he's playing terrible, but I still think that he's if, like if he went back into Challengers, he'd play good. So. Um, I don't know. I think he's not going to be on this team long. But again, I feel like Miami is going to run into this fucking same issue where even if they pick up a new player, like, are they really going to find success? I don't think so. They're, they have the same systematic issues that LAG does. As for the Thieves, bro, like, listen, you won a series with your teammate essentially almost breaking a record. Super Saiyan. This is not sustainable. Um, I said it from the beginning. They need to blow this the fuck up. This team is terrible. And... Dan is probably the only person they keep. Um, Kremp, obviously, he's been really quiet, but he's one of their newer pickups, and I feel like it's very hard to find subs. And when you're kind of digging at the bottom of the barrel here, you're you're probably going to stick with Kremp here. But, like, Afro, he's been lackluster. Um, he had a pretty decent series today. He made some good plays, but I feel like he doesn't have as much of a high impact. And Nasty had a pretty good series, too, but I still don't know. I don't know if these guys are going to mesh. I don't think this, they this team is, I mean, this is a by the seat of your pants, the last minute series out of the thieves. Um, I mean, map one, we'll, we'll talk about map two is a very clinical map though. We'll give that to great, a, a great clinical crotch. Yes. And start to finish from them, but the high rise, they kind of dicked about and let uh, Miami get back in it. The invasion they tossed and in the terminal S and D they just, I think thieves were slow to sometimes 
counter on the defense with the plane aggression. No mid game adjustment. And they got all. bailed out fucking bad by Dan Ghosty in the last couple of rounds there. So, yeah. I mean, a win's a, a win's a win, but this isn't a we're gonna watch three seconds of odd. This is a we need to break down the five maps and if we play any other team, we probably potentially would have lost today. Pat, you look in utter shock there in your picture. <laughs> what was your thoughts in the LAT's Miami series? That is time to send Eric Boom to the sunken place. Nah, Jesus Christ. Bro. Um, Jesus fucking Christ. I just, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know, man. This, I, I actually hate this situation because I tried my best, Tom. I know we talked about it a little bit, mm -hmm. but I really tried my best in the offseason. Like, I I forfeited my three mil over three year ask, mm -hmm. and I gave the recipe to the LA Thieves. I gave it to him. I said, Ghosty, Abuza, Gwyn and Linz. I gave it to him. The Gwyn guys, and and I got critiqued, Tom. I, you know, you know what I was, met, you know what I was met with the resistance. It was how much challengers have you watched? Damn. And then I I listed the reasons why I think this roster should be the squad. Wait, who, who told you that? We've had this conversation seven times. Yeah, but I'm just saying. And then <laughs> and then I got called a challengers expert, um, oh, sarcastically, of course. But clearly, by who, Pat? Um, Pat. His name rhymes with Warden Raplin. <laughs> I, did, what the fuck? I will still remember this. I will still remember getting roasted on Twitter yeah. and Reddit for oh, saying that. this Thieves team was not good and they could have done a lot better of job. I think Pat's point is correct. I, th I think, listen, they're trying to unwind sort of their bad roster making decisions at the beginning of the year. I think Dan is obviously the biggest contributor on this team. But so far from the nasty cramp. Combo, I haven't seen much from them. Obviously, they've only played two games because of the dog shit scheduling, in which they're going to, they're, I guess, have one match a week the first two weeks, whatever, while their teams have played four matches. Odd to me. Um, but Afro, I think at times I watch him sort of, you know, um, I think kind of tweak sometimes and kind of give up good position on the map. I just don't know, and I agree with Chris, if they're going to really mesh with the squad. And I think if these want to make champs, there may be more changes coming eventually. No, not eventually. Now. Now. Yeah, Pat's trying to see changes Bro, right now. Man. Here's here's my problem, man, and 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 we've we've seen this a little bit already, and we're gonna continue to see it. There are like six teams that need to upgrade, right? Whether we whether we like it or not. We're back there's, to the six teams blow it up already. No, no, maybe not six, but there's eventually gonna be like there's a lot of teams that are gonna want to upgrade, and it's like if you don't move first, then you're gonna get the worst upgrade. Like, mm -hmm. and so for me, it's like the teams that actually have aspirations to be better and have the potential. Like, you got to make these moves early. I mean, I think, obviously, Ghosty has been a rock-solid peach for this LAT squad this whole year. I hey, just... Yo. I'm... What? Rock-solid peach. That's... <clears throat> Fine, God. Get your mind out the gutter, man. Anyway, um, <laughs> I just... I, I want to see teams improve. And I just... I Like, getting bailed out by Ghosty setting records and winning... Literally, just winning them the round 11 with the two-piece, like, and being the worst team in the league... It, the writing's on the wall, man. Like, changes just need to happen. Like, you made two. Congrats. They weren't that great. Make some more. Because mm. this team should be better than what they are. All right, a few clips that I do want to show from the series. One of them, Sam, I would love to bring you into this one. LA Thieves, round uh, five in the control. They have a streak to work with, but they end up losing the high-rise defense with a streak in hand. Sam, I think going into the round, we both said this is the unlosable for LA Thieves, and yes. they lost it. What Correct. do you think went wrong here for LA Thieves? I mean, you have a streak, a back pocket streak, which Miami ended up burning 
halfway through this round, and I think Miami just did a really good job, just constant pressure on this point. They didn't really let LA Thieves even fucking breathe on the defense. Yeah. I mean, what in your eyes do you think went wrong with the Thieves here in the control? Well, they lost B pretty much instantly um, is yeah. the one thing. And when you have, you know, over two minutes to work in a cap and control, regardless of the maps, most of the time it will work out in your favor. Yeah. Um, but there was really no foresight with the streak i think it was like oh shit we're on the back foot let me pop this and yeah. i think what they had like two and a half ticks right when it was in the air and i think like if you're gonna use a streak on a defensive end it needs to be proactive like okay in the next seven seconds if i don't streak we're gonna get put into the blender mm -hmm. and again they just waited so long they didn't really have a game plan for it and ended up biting them in the ass but this whole round stemmed from the break off um they lost me pretty much instantly and yeah. again when you're in a cdl and you have two minutes to cap a point Especially on high rise, most of the time you will. I will say breakoffs are so important in control, man. On like this I, map, it's everything. Yeah, I feel like on every map, to be honest. Like, think about invasion, right? Like, your break off on offense, right? If you get a good break and get that eight point, that's your yeah. golden, right? Same with high rise. If you, yeah. can do, you get a good break off and, and get the point right away. Um, and in Karachi, like, if you're able to, like, take a break towards B on offense and, and cap a point, pretty, or sorry, that's the B point, right, in diner. Um, yeah. it's, it's, you know, breakoffs are just super important. Like teams really got to study up, uh, on what other teams are doing and, and make sure they're prepared to go into the control. And I'm sure a lot of people are playing mind games as well with certain routes that they're taking or certain ways that they're going. But I mean, high rise in the beginning of the round, I feel like it's kind of sketchy, bro. There's explosions and things blowing up. Like anything <laughs> can fucking happen on high rise control. Yeah. Uh, on the offense, but yeah, like these end up choking the control, and then we go into the fourth map. I just wanted to show some spawns here from Kremp. So Kremp he ends up taking a route here, going into the P4 hardpoint on invasion. He ends up dying here, and take a look at the spawn here from Kremp. Boom! Spawns right behind three players going into the P4 hardpoint, and you can w. see off what of Kremp spawn, he kills him off happens. the point. Anything that happens on P4 should just be automatically invalid. Right. Wow. And then watch this. Fun. He gets two kills. He ends up dying here. Right? And then watch where he spawns again. Look. Boom! Right behind him. Yet <laughs> w, again. W, 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 great, w. Great, he spawns shit, behind him twice. Uh, and gets free kills here. Uh, and Pistol I, win, Tom. You wait, wait. And then after that... Number five spawns. Yep. Look at these spawns. Look at these spawns on P4. This is where it just gets head. This is where power spawns just keep coming in. But the first spawn from Kremp, like, bro, all these spawns were were blocked. Like, initially, I thought I thought everything was blocked here, Powers. Like, when, when you got a guy top Powers. Powers is never blocked. But it's never blocked. That's what I'm saying. It must be never blocked, bro, unless you have literally two or three people in Palace. Like, actually, Dude, in it, which is just a terrible eight, play. Eight on the fucking map. Bro, and, right. you know? Listen, the, I'm not trying to justify it, but do you think it's because the spawn is in that manic? It's in laundry. That the the spawn for four thieves here, if they got the normal spawn, would be in laundry. Do you think number seven somehow like is blocking it? He doesn't have a direct sight line into it, but do you think that's actually a possibility? No, no. Okay. I think I think the game's shit, shit, and I think there's a million spawns in palace, and you have to literally have your whole team in palace to block it. And I think we can all <laughs> agree that the best way to play this hill is to hold on to your gas spawns going from P3 to P4. Because if you can 100%. hold on to your gas spawns and you go into the P4, you just want to try and get those kills, funnel them back uh, Palace, and then just trap them back there and let them just keep spawning Palace. Cause I mean, I mean, Tom, if your team's going to back up and block all the Palace spawns, you're not going to be watching over Hill. So there's, just a, there's just a, like a fascination in this game. Chris has said it a million times, but there's a fascination in this game with priority spawns and just like 
if X spawn is open, you will spawn there regardless of the map state instead of like, oh, we have the majority of my team on this side of the map and no one's influencing the spawn. Let's put you over here. Yeah. It's just like, if there is an opportunity for you to spawn in the part of the map, you will be there regardless. Mm -hmm. And it's just like the, the logic of the actual system of this game is shit. Yeah, somebody said Jimbo reads that, and I do agree with you. Jimbo he probably would have read that. Jimbo probably would have exactly. He probably would have pre-fired. He knew exactly where they were coming from. Um, but guys, yeah, uh, Miami Heritage haven't won in thirty-five days. Won a series in thirty-five days? That's fucking yeah. tough. That Wait, weren't insane. they? Were they five and eight right now? They're on a six-game losing streak. Yeah, they they haven't lost anything since the major. They're 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 in a real tough That's spot. Insane, I I don't think the Real move was going to happen until after the major. So you're either stuck with Eric or rotating Juan back in. During the split, it's looking like they're going to be in loser's bracket. This is damage limitation at this point to try and get the CDL points where you can. They play New York next, and I don't expect them to win that. They close out versus Carolina and Rockers. So I think it's very likely, unfortunately, <clears> looking <throat> at the remaining schedule, they're going to be like one and six and having to really scrap their way starting on Friday at the major, their home major. Metal's got first blooded seven times in this series in SD and went five and 16 and only has, has 17 has damage worst, in both maps. He has the worst opening duel percentage in the league. Like, he needs to just whip out an AR and play for Bloods. Just sit back. Yeah, he is he is the most blooded like player uh, in the league. I mean, uh, I mean, watch the search though. Yeah, I have clips from the search. I have clips from the search. I think when it comes from <laughs> to first Bloods, bro, you get feel you just gotta find those first blood spots, man. Find those routes. Find those ways to like find those openings. I mean, uh, back in the day, I felt like that was kind of my role with the squad. It's like figuring out how to get first Bloods, and I think the best thing for that is preparation, bro. Like know what the other team likes to do. And don't be afraid to make plays and get map control on the map. I feel like sometimes Meadows, he's just, it's kind of all over the place, bro. What the <laughs> Slayer? What the fuck you is were, that? You were slipperier on the map, Tom. Couldn't couldn't find Look you. Look at that, Pat. Pa was that me around the map right there? Was that, that me? Was you, Tom. Some, yeah. Some fucking, you motherfucker. Bro, bro, <laughs> what, did I get stung by a fucking bee? This is something that's kind of irrelevant to like what we're talking about right now, but I think Clayster's tweet is fucking hilarious oh, as funny. to the game state that we're dealing with because but this Clayster. is actually a setting that's in the game. It's like a thing where like if you team kill too many times, you'll actually die and have like a respawn timer of like 30 seconds. And just uh, we'll just read Clayster's tweet. Pull it up, Tom. It's fucking hilarious. Isn't, it warmed isn't, up but isn't that changeable though? In the yes, settings? Yes, I don't know why it's not changed. Why is there like, why is it that after you team killed two, three times, you just spawn out for the entire game? But that was a thing in Black Ops 2, and it was like double the normal respawn delay. It's, I don't Because you had a that. suicide one too. You had a suicide respawn penalty, and you had another one. Yeah, I don't know. But I don't think this should ever be in the game. Like, I think it's just dumb. Yeah. Why are... Why is it that if you accidentally team kill, especially with, like on high rise, there's so many barrels and stuff like that, you just spawn out for fucking a minute. Yeah. said, warmed up Miami today and too many barrels blew up and TK'd my teammates, so I had to watch my teammates play around 3v4, then Vickle TK'd on accident too much, and I watched the end of the round play out 3v3. That is insane. <laughs> 3v3 high rise control. <laughs> that is insane, That is crazy. Uh, shout out to Clay, by the way. He plays tomorrow. We'll obviously do some predictions. Uh, after we take a look at some of these clips here from the search. Now, the first one I want to take a look at here is the play from Dan Gosey. Now, we talked about this B-bomb site a lot on Terminal and how difficult it is to hold this site and kind of what the best play is. And and we've talked about it, right? Just getting control of a side, whether that's pushing out Esky or backing up Burger, making sure you're not getting pinched. Uh, I just thought Dan Gosey made a great play here, Sam. I know we talked about this during the watch mm -hmm. party. But take a look at the play Dan Gosey's making here with the bomb down. I mean, he keeps Berger all the way pushed out. 
Uh, I got a little worried here with the setup from LA Thieves. I'm not going to lie. I thought this was kind of like terrible. This? I did not like this on bomb. <laughs> I thought that was... They're lucky they didn't get two-pieced in that corner there. They're lucky um, Dan Ghosty is signed on this fucking roster. That's yeah, lucky they are lucky Dan for that. Dan had some good fucking go buttons. Pitcher through book there. You got to tip it. Yeah, and then Dan, he, he on the pinch, he's able to find one. The kill comes in, but with 15 seconds left, Nasty, he just plays his time. Lucky tries to push him out, and Nasty gets the kill. I mean, you can see Lucky. He leans back there, lost fucking composure. But it was a good play there from, from Dan Gozi. How many times do we see teams get this bomb site down and they can't capitalize on the plant? They just can't do it. I mean, you know, they barely great. did. They you know barely did. They're, they're lucky that Dan Gozi just played like, a late Why are we not moving? We have a 3v4. Get off the fucking is, bomb. The crazy thing is their setup was so dog shit, it like played into their favor here at the end because they killed two players on the site. They killed the guy from the top of the window, and then they killed Afro pushing out like the mid hallway. They didn't expect Nasty to be in this corner on the site as well, and he shoots a guy in the back escalators before uh, Dan gets that kill. You'll yeah. see you'll see the guy run up the escalators just clueless, and Nasty's still tucked in that corner. Yeah, I mean, their whole team was there. So, I mean, Miami was probably just like, <laughs> what the fuck? They're Wait, all here. another one on the bomb? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I thought Lucky saw him too. The way he like centered right there and snapped, I thought he saw him for a second. But yeah, you're right. They had no idea that he was there. And he waited to shoot as well. He waited. He didn't shoot right away. I think he was trying to see if somebody walked in front of him. Uh, but good plays from Nasty. He was able to get a couple kills there. Just a really good plays from LA Thieves. It's very, uh, you don't see it be execute happen uh, as smoothly as, as it did here. I mean, it wasn't that smooth. Dan Ghost made the play. But it's not often you see people get the B-bomb site down and, and win the round. So good plays here from LA Thieves. Then we get into the 2-1 round. And I just thought this was a great retake from LA. So you can see the bombs down, three v three situation. Now, if you guys are Miami here, do you like the setup here for Miami? Because as I play it out, you can see how LA Thieves was able to break it. And it starts with Afro. He finds a timing here. Look, he sees Eric Boom turns around. He knows there's a guy in the corner here, so he finds one. And then Eric Boom, he tries to turn his corner. We'll see you later. Afro's able to find a two piece. Dan Gosey clears up the last guy in hell. I mean, it was a great retake from LA Thieves. But if you're Miami, maybe a little bit of a mess up there. Eric Boom's moving around a lot. Not the really second guy's got to throw a tighter shoulder. I don't know about the wide peak. What do you guys think? I mean, I just feel bad for Eric. His teammates are giving him nothing. Eric like was he, trapped. He's, he's got to watch. And he's watching he has to everything. watch two different things. Yeah. Like he needed to. He needed to work with somebody. Like they needed to push out dreams. Like get metal. Like get metal stairs. Something so he could get out of the position. I mean, that maybe he was in. maybe get in the cockpit. And it look out to did not matter. And help seven. Like but, number five could have also pushed out the back and like got a vision. Like if he gets yeah, like watch that back orange platform, so he could just hold. Yeah, he could watch yeah. both the slide and the underground so he can just free up Eric to do a little yeah, bit more. Yeah, they did not do him any favors nah. in the setup. I think the best thing that he can do is is number five just needs to get closer to him and and maybe back up with him. That way he number five can pick up his own slide and back plane and just watch it and then he can watch the stairs and then Vickle's got the flank. Yep. Uh, but instead, like, because of where number five is playing, Eric now has to watch his slide, and he has to watch his back because, of course, Vickle only has a deep pinch, and it's chalked. Either Vickle needs to come tighter and watch pinch so that Eric Boom doesn't need to keep bouncing around, or Metals needs to come back, but they were definitely separated here. <coughs> I know on the minimap it doesn't look like it, but, I mean, it was a good job from LA Thieves. Uh, I think Afro just made the play there as well. He found a good timing, and he made the play. Uh, so good work from, from Afro there. Uh, and then we go into the the next one I wanted to take a look at was the 3-3 round. Now, this was just a play that I wasn't sure about the setup here from Miami. Definitely do not like the spot here for Meadows. I don't like him playing right here, personally. I feel like this is just asking to die or asking to get traded. Like, this is the definition of a one-and-done right there. And granted, the wall bangs come in, but relying on a wall bang trade, I feel like, is never good. Yeah. Um, like, the trade obviously comes in, and Lucky hits some nice shots. 
but uh, they get into plane pretty much for free. They were able to just solo out medals uh, laying down front plane. And then LA Thieves, I, I, they're able to just work this bomb plant down, which I don't know how you guys feel about that. I feel like once a team's in plane, I think you can need to play aggressive on it and try and just keep them off bomb and make sure they can't get the bomb down. Uh, and again, Miami, they just did, did not do that. And take a look at this. 3v3 situation almost looked like the round we just took a look at. And you can see the difference here um, from Thieves is actually not too much of a difference. huh? I mean, it, it looks almost looks like identical setup. So what Miami had, the only difference is Kremp is in cockpit watching over Dan Ghosty, just kind of staying down from his from his right, like his terminal. So it's just yeah. a little different. It was a little different here. And obviously, great plays from Dan Ghosty. Again, not only is he finding kills, but he's also getting in that plane and getting the bomb down. So he's just been really, really good for these guys. Would you have done anything differently here if you were Miami on the setup? Did you guys like the setup here for medals and everything? Did you guys like the way they set this up or no? Uh, I definitely don't. But I also feel like people just get into this like habit of like, not being progressive on the map on other ends especially when they meet that cross like a lot of people see that see that people cross plane once you see like two three people potentially cross plane like what's stopping you from let's say aggressing towards burger throwing some shimmy yeah. seeing if you spot the guy on the flank if he's not there maybe take that side of the map pinch out book and then you have a little bit more of a winnable round instead yeah. of like all wrapping back and then trying to retake the plane from your end because i feel like that's never successful because you're essentially just trying to climb up the slide like the ladder is always going to be watched so you're trying to yeah. go up the slide or maybe hit these unfavorable terminal steps and it just never works yeah so. that's you facts, spend, you spend that's 20 facts. seconds trying to get fucking angles and yeah, yeah maybe you get a pick and it's a 3v3 I mean, now you, but you gotta you're watching you gotta defuse a fucking bomb as well but go ahead yeah, exactly yeah. you're what you're watching two to three people cross this sight line into terminal like, oh, you know, one guy's going to be watching flank or maybe potentially most of the time he's going to be in book because he's trying to, like, stop any sort of pressure from coming through the mid hall or like wrapping through red. So I don't know. I feel like it's just very isolatable. It's very easy to read. But a lot of people don't test that to test the gangster of other teams, essentially. And I agree. And Chris, I don't think it should be every test round. Them. They should be testing their gangster. But I do think <laughs> that they should be switching up the flow of their of their pace. Some like some rounds don't be afraid. You got to push throw different looks in S&D who, period. Yeah, who were we watching period. when two guys ran right through book and, and pinched them at top Esky? Who, what team? I forgot what team we were watching. But they right off the rip it around. They just two hit through book and they pinched them burger and they killed them and bada bing bada boom. They weren't afraid to take them out space yeah. on the map. Uh, and that basically just comes from info. Right? If you're watching a cross terminal and you see two or three guys crossing and you know there can only be one burger and you got two guys there, like they can work a trade, throw some shimmies, and if they're not there, then they can push through it and hold that map control and kind of funnel yeah. in, into like uh, a corner of the map. I agree, Chris. Some teams need to get more aggressive and, and not be so scared to uh, make plays. I feel like. I feel like some teams are just like so you, you, like one-dimensional if that yeah, makes you kill any two, sense by by doing that by like let's say if you like try to get to their side of the map you also kill two birds in one stone because you essentially deny all possible rotation of b like there's no they way have to go hell. a they they have to go a if you can manage to like flank or get this guy to book but a lot of people just don't like pushing through that burger side of the map because again it's just kind of risky but i don't know it, it setups are getting readable, and I feel like uh, you need to start throwing that in there. That way, you can keep that guy on the flank honest from just being able to essentially deny all of mid presence. Yeah, nah, agreed. And then, uh, Chris, did you often check people's gangster when you played? Yeah, I'm a psychopath, bro. I'll be like, yo, honestly, let's just hit out their spawn, like type of shit. Uh, that's what I would do. A lot of time. Yeah, Pat, gotta, I, gotta, I, gotta, Pat, dynamic, I tested bro. some gangsters, Pat. I could pull up some clips if you want. I've definitely tested some gangsters uh, in the past. 
No, I dropped double donuts. I had no gangster. Sometimes you just gotta say fuck it, bro. Like it, it is what it is. These the, the the setups, the way people play, especially on a map like Terminal, becomes so one-dimensional. I feel like it's so easy to read. Yeah, and hard. then uh, after the the offense there from LA Thieves, they break down the Miami setup. Check out the plays here from Nasty. Afro gets one. He gets traded out. There's three guys left. But don't worry, because it's Nasty who picks up a big three-piece here. I mean, Miami really tried to do it to him. They tried to smoke Esky and just four-hit it, and LATs were able to out. shut that shit down. Yeah, they shut it down. Good play, some Nasty. Definitely think Nasty's been uh, been making some plays for these guys. I mean, Nasty's been—a lot of people have been gassing up Nasty and been waiting for this guy to, to turn up, and he, he had a big moment here in the, in the last map. And then, of course, we go to the round 11, which— We'll love to break this down. I mean, it was a 5-3 curse. LATs go up 5-3. Miami win two rounds straight. And here we are in around 11 here. Uh, and I just kind of want to ask you guys if there's any way you guys would have played this differently if you were Miami. I think uh, for LA Thieves, uh, I, I just love the play from Dan Ghosty. I thought Dan won in the round. He, he plays, obviously, uh, a spot in plane where he decides to play off the information from Finally. his teammates. Yeah, and I think Dan's just like, I'm a hide plane. And we've seen this strat happen a lot. You have number four watching his cross. That's Afro. He's going to give him the information kind of on um, what's going on in front of him and where they are. The only thing I was scared about was him getting stun checked, but they don't throw any stuns down there. And then Dan's able to get two before he falls. He leaves his team in a 3v2 situation, but it gets a little scary here. 3v2 situation. Uh, and Vickle was able to find a kill mid-haul on Tenacity. So now it's a 2v2 with 20 seconds left in the clock. And honestly, Miami, they do spot one guy going burger here. They spot him. It was Afro. He ends up pushing out burger. So they try and get this A-bomb plant down. And they do. Lucky's able to get the A-bomb plant down. It's just Vickle. He breaks the glass top AC. And they breaks end up the glass, here. rounds over. Like, if yeah. he doesn't break that glass, number two and number four are still going to be looking for him. They're yeah. not going to know what to do. But as soon as the fucking glass breaks, they're just they both just turn and it's over. Yeah. Like he just he can't he can't be making And Crump was already running at it before he broke the glass. Yeah. yeah but either I, way, like he could have just sat in red, like tucked himself in red or maybe even go bottom red stairs. Like yeah, I think him going up there is the issue, but the yeah, glass yeah. break had nothing to do with it. Yeah, playoff 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 lucky. But no, the glass break is what gave number number two Crump the kill. Like he heard the glass and me. No, he was already running up. at it before he even broke it. No, 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 no. I'm saying the guy bottom esky is the one that killed him. It's not the guy up top, the guy that was back burger. Was I know. Crimp? Sorry. Crimp, so yeah, Crimp Started running at it before he breaks the glass. You'll see. You'll see. He's in the. He's all the way in the back, and he just looks up. Like <laughs> I know. He, I mean, he's I running at him before. See, I think you would have seen him anyway. I think you could. That's no, my point. Saying, he, he turns the corner. Running there at is it. what I'm saying. He should just stay in red and have lucky play off him because they know they're. No, I agree with Chris. I, I don't think there's any reason for Vickle to go top ace either. He no, should just stay alive. Like jump down Like any of that. Like. Just don't break the glass. Don't go top red. Like, that was the play that he just shouldn't have made. Yeah, go ahead, Tim. No, yeah. And then you see, you see, Afro, you see Afro's face there after they win. Afro's face right there was hilarious. He was like, holy fuck. Like, what a series, bro. Like, this was obviously a grueler. And I know Shane was tweeting about his hairline getting pushed back. Uh, but Jesus Christ, what a series from the LA Thieves. This obviously goes all the way down to the wire. I thought LA Thieves was going to 3-0 at one point in this series, and we end up going to a map five. So I don't Bro, know what the hell. Them. They could have won 6-3 in the search. Like, I mean, nice victory for the Thieves, but goddamn, like, they made this the, the squeakiest fucking win of all time with how they tossed away advantages in the series. Can't do that against better teams. Yeah, lucky I mean, Miami's in poor form. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest with you, bro. Like, that's been happening a lot, man, in these series. Like, how, how many series so far in the last two days have just, like, 
it looks so good for one team and then it just ends up going to a map five and you're like what the fuck just happened i mean especially with the optic series yesterday i mean a lot of these a lot of these teams momentum just can't close out yeah momentum is crazy which i think momentum is always a big thing in cod honestly to be honest it's a big thing in every esport to be fair um but especially in cod and a lot of teams are just taking advantage well teams are just struggling to close um, and uh, we also got three matches tomorrow. Anything else, the guys on the LA Thieves uh, Miami series? Anything uh, else to say about? Talk nope. about anything? No, Thieves got a hard point win. They're they're on two now, so they didn't get two though. Yeah, I yeah, definitely think uh, Miami. We're gonna continue to watch them. I think we're expecting a team change from them, especially with Real on the roster. I think they're just waiting for his visa. I mean, but we're not gonna get that team change until after the major, though. That's weeks away. Why not? Because he still got to get his visa. Yeah, he gotta get his. He doesn't have a visa. How do, you, yet. how do you want him to come here and play and work? If he does that, he's gonna violate the visa application. Then he won't ever be able to do it. So. Everybody say breaking Miami point tweet. Help. What do they tweet? What a breaking point tweet? Is it worth pulling up? Uh, apparently the the TK penalty happened in the Optic series. Like it happened to AG at one point as well. He oh really? Got, he got yeah. He got timed out. That guy needs to throw better nades. Holy shit! So can somebody tell me real quick how Heretics have played four series so far and Phase has only played one? Okay, so the schedule, the schedule we, have five is terrible. Week, we, we have a five-week schedule, and so the way this works is that three of the weeks, teams are going to play one series, and two of the weeks are going to play two series, right? Uh, the problem is the way that worked out is to try to balance it out is a couple of teams have played their, their double series the first two weeks, so they're on four. Meanwhile, FaZe is going to play tomorrow, and they've only played one match so far. So All like, I heard you say was the schedule is shit. It's just, it's just I, I, get, I get what they're trying to do, right? They've added more matches. They're trying to spread it out. But it does create some weird issue with the standings and points and all that stuff. And I think maybe at the end of the season, it's going to create some weird qualification scenarios because of the unbalancedness of the schedule, which I think is not very competitive in my POV. Yeah, Magic's yelling at me to pull the tweet up. Is it that big of a deal? All right, let's pull the tweet up and let's see what Dashi had to say. Let's see. Let's see what's going on. Pred got a spawn penalty mid-match for team needing too much. Let's tune in. No one even knew that this was even possible because I don't think anybody in the world Anybody in the league has team killed this many times. But we're playing. AG, I'm not even trolling, Chad. This motherfucker is literally... He's the third imposter in Among Us. You know what I mean? He's literally that <laughs> guy with a 3v5 on some hills because we have to dodge an from AG. Right? <laughs> Kills us three times. On the third time, it's like, what the fuck are you doing? And then I'm laughing. AG's laughing. I think Ken starts laughing. And then AG goes, wait, I actually can't spawn in the game registers. I'm like, I'm actually spectating you guys. Like, there's like a fucking penalty or some shit. For like, I'm not even joking, 20 seconds, we're like, end the game, JP. Because like, we're fucking mid-HP. So we're thinking like, is this shit going to spawn in? Ah, oh, nah, he's not coming back in. <laughs> That's crazy. And they said, oh, wait, I'm back in. And they were like, end this shit, bro. We're way too jacked. Like... Isn't that supposed to be start? Isn't that supposed to be turned off? Like, oh no, wait, I'm good to go. I'm good. Yeah, keep is that a shit. setting you can? Yeah, I thought, I thought that was a setting. setting. Like, how, 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 yeah, that needs to be turned off. That that shouldn't be. The suit. There should be a suicide penalty, but like a team kill penalty should not really exist. It makes it makes sense for rank though when you think about oh, for like, rank yeah, for sure. For rank. And, yeah. and, and I'm wondering if that's what it was designed for. And then you know how they always want to keep the CDL rules and the rank rules one to one. I'm wondering yeah. if like that's just one of those things where it should only be in ranked and not in the actual. Well, rules. ranked has kill cams and the CDL still seeing a black screen every time they die. So I don't I don't know what's going on the, there either. The private match versus. Yeah, let's hop into some map per match predictions for tomorrow. We start things off with the blow it up bowl. We got Seattle Surge going Fuck up against the know. Carolina Royal Ravens. I have no fucking idea who's going to win this series. But I'm actually going to go with Carolina in this one. I don't know. I'm just believing that Carolina can come out and take care of business. And also Seattle dropped their best player. So I'm going to go 3-2 <laughs> Carolina. Ben, who do you got? 
Oh man, this one is such a fucking grilly. <laughs> uh I'm gonna say Carolina game five. I don't think it's that gruely. I think Ravens have looked good. They just can't close. I think Carolina is about to choke slam them. Yeah, I think Ravens. Seattle is horrific. Yeah, I think Ravens. Pro oh, sorry. We are we going in order? I'm next. Yeah. Uh, uh, I got, yeah, I forgot we switched. No, you're good. You're good. Uh, I got Ravens three one maybe. Three one yeah. Ravens. Same boat. So you got everybody so, got Ravens. Pat, you got Ravens. Until I see a good TFL series online, I can't go with the Ravens. I'm going with the Surge. <laughs> okay. Resi so, Masterclass. So we all got Ravens sure. except for Pat, who won with Surge. Sure. Uh, then we got Minnesota Rocker going up against the Boston Breach. Obviously, love all the guys over at Boston, but I definitely think Minnesota has looked like that, that probably what, that top five, top four team. Like, they've seen like they've, they're kind of, Working their way in there. But I don't know. I have a feeling Boston could come out and, and, and take care of these guys tomorrow. So I'm just trying to think of what I what I want to do here. Ben, you go you go first, Ben. You go first. Uh I think this one is another gruely, but I think Rocker have I think proven a little bit more. And when Boston's obviously made that change and they we need a little bit more ammo before I feel comfortable. Taking Boston series like this, I'm a little bit concerned in the S and D's with Boston with his new squad. So I'm gonna take Minnesota Rocker three one. Okay, Chris, uh, who do you got? I got Minnesota Rocker. I think Boston, yeah, they've made the pickup, but um, Rockers just actually look good. They haven't been able to close, but they've taken these two top teams they've played so far to the limit. So they are going to come out in white bluffs. And white Sam, bluffs. who do you got, Sam? Uh, I'm also going to go with Minnesota. My only reservation with this series is if they start playing down now that like they have two tough losses uh, against the top teams. So I still think they win. Um, I think if Minnesota come out tomorrow and absolutely curb stomp Boston, then that like kind of solidifies where I think they're at in terms of the power rankings. But uh, yeah, I got Minnesota for sure. All right, Tom, Pat. who you got before I go? I'm, I'll, make probably, up your mind. I'll probably go. I'll probably go Rocker too. I don't know. I just feel like, like I feel like Rocker's been playing good. I just think it's gonna be a good matchup tomorrow. Like I think Boston Minnesota will be a good game. I don't think it's gonna be like as one sided as people are saying. I'll probably go Rocker though. I'll go Rocker three right. two. I'm going Boston. Sure. Flasher doesn't lose to Lamar. We're gonna get an Asum Masterclass and 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 uh, and hopefully a P Dog step up. Okay, so you got Boston Breach 3-1. 3-2. Three, 3-2. Three, two. And then we got Atlanta FaZe going up against the New York Subliners. Me personally, I have Atlanta FaZe in this one. I think FaZe is going to take New York down. I think New York has had, uh, they had a rough major one. They've been playing really, really well. I definitely think this is going to be a good series, but I just think Atlanta FaZe is going gonna, is gonna to edge them out. So I'll go with Atlanta FaZe here, 3-1. Who do you got, Ben? You know, the difficulty for New York in this series is I just think that they're, have been pretty good in S&D, but FaZe are obviously a elite tier S&D squad. And I'm not super convinced by New York's uh, control, and I feel like FaZe are going to take this 3-1, lose first map, and then take the next three. Hey, Chris, who do you got, Chris? Uh, I got FaZe. I'm still high on FaZe's performances. New York have looked better, um, but we have uh, we got to wait to see how they progress uh, over the next couple of weeks. So... Yeah, going to go with FaZe, but I think uh, this has the potential to be an amazing match. Probably like a 3-2 win for FaZe. All right, Sam, who you got? I'm taking FaZe over anyone in the league except Ultra, and I will continue to do so. FaZe 3-1. Okay. Pat? <laughs> taking New York 3-0. They're godlike, and they're going to show it here. 
Okay, so Pat, you have done the complete opposite of everybody. So you went Seattle, you went Boston, and you went New York. That's an interesting strategy, Cotton. We'll see if it plays off for you. So Pat, this if, is going to solidify wins, my lead in the breaking point. I, I, I will say, Pat, if, if this does happen, this will solidify your lead because you are going against the grain here. So it could, yep. it, this could help you here. <laughs> uh, any final thoughts, guys, on series tomorrow, series today? Anything that happened today? Anything going on in COD? Any anything else uh, left to say before we have Ben? Honestly, at the bar? this week of matches end up being kind Some of like, good oh, ass games. Assuming yeah. tomorrow isn't Stinky's, like this actually end up being a really good slate. I hope we get this going forward, and we probably won't, but you know. Oh well. Yeah, hopefully we can get some yep. good matches oh, like oh, this. And, uh, one more thing, I want to, on behalf of the crew, shout out uh, well wishes to Puckett, who tried to tough it out today on the broadcast, but he wasn't feeling well. Um, has been dealing with a stomach bug and had to man. dip. So shout, shout out to, to Chris Allie. Bucket, man. Yeah, shout out to Allie and Ant for carrying there. But send your love over to yeah. Chris on Twitter and let him know that you are thinking about it. You know, Allie and Ant did a good job. It. It's it's always hard when you have to adapt. When you lose a co-host and you got to adapt, and it's just two of them. It's uh, prob probably uh, for both of them something they're not used to. So shout out to them and and uh, shout out to Chris Bucket, man. Hopefully he's okay, man. Get well soon, Chris Bucket. We love you, man. That's that's the goat right there, shout bro. Out that boy, that, that's that's the goat, bro. So shout out shout out to Chris. Uh, ben, why don't you do us a favor and sink this pot, man? We got a lot of votes coming in, okay? Right now, we got 8.5 million on you making the pot, 3.7 million okay. on you missing, and it's still rising. The poll is rising. Get your votes uh, in sounds, now. Sounds like I should throw and miss then, right? Is what it sounds like. Uh, that's up to what you. That's up to you. That's uh, that's kind of fucked up that that you would say that. That means that you, everybody that's rooting for you, you're about to just say fuck you, and you're just gonna miss on purpose. That's crazy. That's fucking insane. Hopefully, Benji doesn't do that, guys. What if he throws the fucking pot? Then what? Uh, they're going to be throwing tomatoes in here. Benji is seen. Come on. Let's go. Pat, what do you got? Making it? Missing miss. it? Miss. No question. You got to miss it. You got to miss? What's going on here? I got to I gotta make. You got to make, Chris. What I'm do you got? Uh, he's making it. I think he's going to make it, too. Ben is far too distracted. I think he's going to make it, too. He's got his slippage on. Ben, don't get nervous. I know you can hear us. He's got his stinky fucking slippage on. Pat's got you on a miss, Ben. Don't listen to him. I'm in his head, Sam. I'm in his head, Sam. He's going to step up to the greens. He's going to line it up. He's going to let it rip just like that. He's going to sink the point. What's going on there, huh? I know you have make, Pat. I'm out of channel points. I'm not going to lie. Is this too icy? I will say, Ben, I will say, you hit that pretty hot, but you put some pace on that part. Yeah, I, I was confident putt. Jesus fucking Christ. Bang! From downtown, from the logo, it's Ben Genesim. Give it up for the executive. Ben, they're going crazy. Look at them. They're going fucking nuts. What a puff from Ben to end Saturday. But, guys, we'll obviously be back tomorrow for the watch party. I'm going to tweet out my picks early tomorrow morning. So, guys, if you guys want to tweet me your picks back, like the tweet. Uh, tweet me a screenshot of your prize picks going into the day. I would love to take a look at those, man. I'm going to tweet out my picks tomorrow. So make sure to check that out. Use code Zuma. Sign it up with prizepicks.com. And then, of course, if you're watching on YouTube, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Go to anchor.fm slash the flank to check out audio. You say so we're on. Go follow at the flank on Twitter. Gers doing a phenomenal job running socials. Zuma.gg to check out the merch. And as always, man, take care. Brush your hair. And we'll see you guys tomorrow on another episode of The Flank. Take it easy. <clears throat>